Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, I think we know by this point the main plug before we get to the podcast is that the uh, the TV show is starting. The Pete Holmes Show premieres October 28th on TBS, four nights a week after Conan. And as I just said, the first one is on October 28th. It's going to be fantastic. I, I'm really hoping that fans of the podcast enjoy the show. We're definitely going to try and incorporate a lot of the, uh, the the feel and certainly some of the guests and the and the vibe. Can I say vibe from the show? So I, I think it'll be a great and wonderful crossover for all of us and a lot of fun. And there's a lot more info at uh, PeteHolmes.com. And if you'd like to see me live uh, between now and then, you can go to PeteHolmes.com and then click on More Pete. Right now there's just two, uh, two stand-up dates, one in Brooklyn and one in New York at the Paradise, the Dice. Uh, that's uh, October 10th in the Music Hall of Williamsburg. I almost couldn't say the word music. And then uh, <laughs> November 30th at the Paradise Rock Club, the Dice in Boston. So there are tickets available to both of those things on PeteHolmes.com if you click on more Pete. Alright, this is Dean Del Rey, another lovely episode and a wonderful guy and a guy that I didn't really know until we got to sit down uh, to do this episode. So I was excited to do it and he killed it and he was a pleasure and uh, dare will, will I often say a delight? Dare I? I often do dare. Let's do the uh, the sponsor here. The sponsor is Squarespace, which is an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Get a free trial and 20% off. In order to do that, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code WEIRD9. It starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for one year. Squarespace has over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from, and every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website. So the content will look great on every device, every time. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and you can start a trial with no credit card and start building your website now. You don't need a credit card. It's not required, is what I'm saying. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. We thank you, Squarespace, for your support, and thank you, Dean, for doing the show, and thank you, friend, friend, for listening to the show. Is that Frankenstein or Bigfoot? I can can never remember, but it's somebody that says friend <laughs> to a little girl. Uh, and check out the new videos and stuff on PeteHolmes.com. YouMadeItWeird.com for t-shirts. I don't know why I'm doing so many plugs. Maybe I'm just, you know, enjoying talking to you right now. All right, get into it. You look like a Val Kilmer Top Gun today. <laughs> it's the face. You're dangerous, Iceman. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite line. You're dangerous, Iceman. You know, I've seen that movie. I find it really forgettable. What do they? What do they do? They chase each other around. It's very homoerotic. I'm not trying to be funny. No, everybody says that. Yeah, right? It's totally. It's totally gay and stuff. But I picked up on that. I, I I was rooting for them to get together. I'm a big Val Kilmer fan. Oh, you are. Yeah, I really love him. Um, this is something. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Is I brought you a gift. You brought this for me? Yeah, watch it. It, it slips out here. Uh, it doesn't even matter if you have a turntable. <laughs> it sounds like it's your dick. Yeah, yeah. Watch out, it uh, slips out if you keep it. slips out here. Uh, wow, thanks, man. I just brought this because it'd be cool to put in here somewhere. Like, you know. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know what's weird is I have Bill Cosby albums hanging on my wall at home. Oh, uh, well, this started... Not this one, though. This started it all for me, so... It Bill, started it all for you? Bill Cosby, basically. Bill Pretty much, Fat Albert. So, the, oh, yeah, that's right, in Picture Page. Yeah. You can put these on. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a show. Headset. I have uh, Chickity. Red is right. 
I can't see the colors. Does it matter? I'm color deficient. <laughs> yeah, like my right ear. It's well, if just I go like looks. this, <laughs> you know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah. Know. So I remember Fatty Albert. I didn't really. Re- I don't. I don't have any specific memory of like an episode of Fatty. Oh Albert. man, my favorite one is, and I really yeah. rec- uh, remember this one is the go kart one. They built like a soapbox, and they're gonna race the. The rich kids. <laughs> and, they, and they, you know, they, I just loved it because it was always like, hey, hey, hey. If there were, if, <laughs> I yeah. felt bad for a fat kid's named Albert and Willie. Yeah. When Free Willie came out and Precious. Yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about that, really. Well, I mean, you, I'm you, fat. Were you not so. a fat kid? I'm, I'm, no, I looked sweet when I was young. <laughs> I'm not even bragging, but I, I, I look at photos of me now and I go, who is that? I'm fat now. You're not fat. You're like, you know what you oh, look I'm like? You fat. look like you could uh, balance on a motorcycle easily. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Not because you have a good center of gravity. I bet I couldn't push you easily. Yeah. I don't think of you as fat. I think of you as stout. But often people think that's a bad thing to say. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. You know, the thing is. But like, I would say if I thought like, you were yeah, fat. I'm fat. I mean. When I got into comedy, I thought like, oh, yeah, the fat guys, are, you know, are... Uh... The most fun? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> when I, I, I picked the year to get into comedy where you got to be, like, good looking. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Dude, that's weird. You know what? I, I've been, I, we just hung out. Yeah, well, really... which, which I wanted to say was... Uh... I'm going to write down good looking because I, I have issue with that. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> but, but keep um, going. I, did, I didn't know you at all. Yeah, I don't really know you at yeah, all. Yeah, I met you at a 101 maybe a year ago. We barely know each other. On the fly, but I, I, I go see you. But you're friends with TJ. That's right. And I love, man, he's my fa- like one of my favorites. Yeah, there you go. I, I can't believe it. I'm ex- so I was eating chocolate, obviously. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but then, but, but I'm done now. As I left where we met, I realized I was like, it was weird because I, I, I felt like we bonded. You know what I mean? It was like, in a, not in a weird way, but I, I was like, hey, that fucking place. guy's cool. Yeah. Which is, you know, when you don't know someone, you don't know anything about them. Sure. And then you, you have like a cool conversation with someone. You I'm going to resist saying also in this town because I don't really feel that's true. But I, I, I think it's true of any place, any town. Any town, if you meet somebody and you're like, hey. Especially when someone's like at your level, you don't know what kind of guy they're going to be. You well, know what I, mean? I don't know if that's, I don't think no, that's no, true. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like, you've met like people that sure, are Sure, like, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree with that. You meet somebody, let's say, well, you know, it's interesting. There's different levels of uh, starstruckness or, or respect for career. I remember Correct. when I first moved to New York. And that's kind of where I really rubber-roaded it, rubber road. Yeah. I was in Chicago, and nobody had anything. And then I went to New York, and I like there would be people who would be like, he was on Premium Blend. And I would like be lighting his cigarettes and shining his shoes. Like I just right. couldn't believe yeah. that this man that works at Kinko's has yeah. been yeah. on Premium Blend. <laughs> like that's I just it. couldn't believe it. But so there's different levels in comedy, too. Like You're like, well, that guy just meltdown. Right. You know what I mean? That guy did marriage. Whatever. How yeah. do you think of it? Because I always think of it as mafia, and it comes up a lot on the show. But I'd love, if you have another take on it, just the respect levels and the way that people like... It's basically the reason I like the mafia analogies. You go, I love you mafia. Can't, you can't do. I know it's yeah, also yeah. cool, so great. It also makes us feel kind of cool. Yeah, you can't do that. He's a made guy. Like yeah. he, I hate the term past. 
Yeah. When clubs pass you and stuff. But other comics seem to love it because it has that uh, feeling of like, I'm made. Like, I, I just, I think it depends what club you're passed at. Yeah, sure does. Like when I got passed at the comedy store, I think there's only 470 people or something in yeah. the entire history of the place. So to me, it's like, wow. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. And uh, so that's a fucking, uh, probably the, the, there's three things that happened to me in my career so far. One, doing Marin. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. Could you man. leave? <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> I'm completely joking. I know. We were hanging out at a party, you, me, and Marin. It's obviously a joke. I just think I it, it begs some sort of uh, like, rivalry. Yeah. But uh, but I, I always worry that he's going to be like oh now I'm lifting his like unique guest because I consider you a unique guest. That's right. I, I, I was happy. I was hoping that you were uh, breaking on my show. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think I'm breaking to this audience. Sure, for sure, because uh, the snobbiness of maybe some people go. Oh, I don't listen to that. Oh, really? You think so? I think there's people that don't listen to some podcasts. Well, I'll agree with you. I don't know why I would ever disagree with you. Of course, different podcasts have different audiences, We're, and those audiences are sometimes opinionated about the ones they don't listen. Kind of like football, you know, or, exactly. or sports or, or television. Like I, yeah. I would never watch Doctor Who, or like I love uh, fucking Game of Thrones. Right, and and, and to me. I like to, uh, I mean, I'll go Meltdown as much as I'll go uh, Comedy Store. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I need it all. I, I listen to country and I listen to metal and I listen to jazz. <laughs> I don't listen to hip hop, though. See, so. I just want to put my hands on it. <laughs> no, I love I you, Daddy. I want to get close to you. It's so weird like, because I, I felt like when I left that barbecue, I was like, I fucking love that guy. Yeah, I know. That was an epic day for me. Well, I don't normally book people just based on, like, I, I've never seen you do stand up. I hope you don't take offense to no, that. Fuck no, man. But I'm just like, this you is the guy. I want to talk to. No, there's, I, there's no way. Yeah. I've very seldomly been wrong when I've picked somebody and right. been like, this guy's all right. I'm trying to figure it out. So, Well, I see, but that, we also shared a lot of philosophies about comedy. When we were talking, we were talking about uh, sex getting in the way of comedy. That's right. And I thought that, and I, when you started saying that, thoughts from my own brain, yeah. I was like, oh, this is one of us. Well, that's when we, like, when we, when we hit it off, because I was like, oh, the... Because when I think of a meltdown comic, which I, I that's what I would call it, you know. What I oh, mean? I like, appreciate that. it's better than alternative comic. Well, that's stupid because I think of myself as an alternative comic. Sure. Because anyone that starts at forty-four <laughs> is an alternative <laughs> to what most forty-four-year-olds are doing. But that's truly alternative, really. That's truly alternative. If you look at the crop of people that I, I look at com- crops and groups of comedians like oil wells, like there will be blood style, and sometimes I'm like, you know, Dane was like a huge uh, geyser. Is right. that what they call it? Gusher. A huge right. gusher from the uh, from the Laugh Factory kind of. And, you know, Dane is a friend of mine. I'm just saying good-looking, muscly guys. Right, right. And, I, and he would take offense at that. But, I mean, like, I he, he's a good-looking, yeah, muscly guy. And that was a gusher. And then we had this huge rush over to that area. And people were like, buy land here, buy land here. Yeah. And now the gushing... Is uh, this is kind of weird, but is happening in what is considered the alt scene by comics. Correct. Like you see all this catching. But I also think that that's false to only buy land there. You buy it on the goddamn uh, borderline. You, uh, yeah, yeah. you have I your, was just going to say, yeah. you got to walk both ropes, you man. Fucking a. I can't yeah. make this point enough on the show. I'm sorry no, you've excited I tell me. people, and, and this is how, <laughs> like, some people are just stupid, man. And and I don't mean that in a mean way, but they really are. You're like a lot of people are yeah, stupid, Dean. I look at them and I say, "Hey, man, I played music for 25 years. Any time you did, yeah, any time you fucking create a scene, and the industry usually does it, not the people, right? 
it's destined to be beat down later. Right. So you got, in the 80s, you got hair rock on the Sunset Strip. Right, right, right. Fucking record companies are making tons of money. Soon as they start seeing it go down, they create the grunge scene. Right. Now, when you start calling them scenes... And everyone jumps on board and whips the other scene down. Right, like, right. fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are destined to be next. Like, yeah. right now, I see a lot of nerd TV going on. Yep. All the shows. Yep. That in a, in a year, people are going to go, you know what? Enough of this. I don't even know if it'll be a year. I, right. People are already tired. Right. And if they're you like, have I bad... need the Fonz. Yeah. <laughs> I need the fucking Fonz. And, and I think we're going to almost, there could be a return to television that isn't uh, supposed to seem so unrehearsed or whatever. I wonder sometimes yeah. if it's if like we have The Office and stuff. It's just a documentary or, or so many shows like that. I wonder if we're going to return to like a sleek production like people are going to want like a musical <laughs> well anytime you build something up it's going to get beat down it can't be cool you can't yeah. be cool who was it yeah. that was saying? Oh, Jim Gaffigan was saying on the podcast you can't be cool once once you're on the cover of Rolling Stone you're done you, you got a target on your back sort of thing and it's uh, it, it, it's like I've seen it for years and that's why I mean it's so stupid that people go like oh man I don't the comedy store is a uh, you know uh, 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 whatever room, you know, a mainstream room. No, right. it's not. It's the fucking hardest room in America. <laughs> so step into the mainstream room and shit your pants. Well, see, I'd love you to speak to that because I believe, uh, you know, I consider, I, li- I like where I'm at. Yeah. So I consider my story interesting and part of my story and part of my growth had a lot to do with going up at the Boston Comedy Club, which I would say it's closed, uh, could have possibly been the hardest room in America on the East Coast. I don't S- I, with, I mean, uh, the cellar. They're these. Yeah, sure. I don't. Well, the cellar is kind of a sweet spot, wouldn't you say? I don't well, know. It, I haven't performed there, but what Me I'm neither. saying is the amount of respect and what the fans expect. Yeah. Who's coming on? Yeah. So you go. Well, oh, I, I heard see. Dave Chappelle was here last night. When you go to the store oh, as it's a tourist, different. It's like that. Yeah, and all the names are on the wall. Right. And you hear Sam Kinison, and you hear Richard Pryor, and you heard Mark Marin, and all these guys have right. come out of there. Right. So they go in and they go, "Who's this guy?" Right. And then all of a sudden, they've got this judge thing of like, where's the big stars? Right. They hand out chips to put on your shoulder on the way in. You're fucking right. You're pissed off that's, already. That's how I'm saying it. That's interesting. That is like the cellar. The Boston was just a traditional shit room. And, right. I, and I you know, yeah, pay they, respect I, to it. I don't think the store is a shit room at all. I think it's, uh, uh, it's created uh, originality for me where I've learned to be uh, more honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned that right away, and I learned it from watching Bill Burr go on in there, and I go, oh. Talk about a guy with gushers in both lands. Now, that's how we started talking. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, about Billy B. Yeah. Because you and I were talking about Billy B oh. and how much he made us both weep at the same bit. Yeah, yeah. Bill Bill Burr to me is like the uh, Zeppelin of comedy right now. <laughs> where Led Zeppelin in the 70s, like all these bands were around and they were fat and bloated, like the Beatles and the Stones and stuff. Yeah. And then Zepp said, came in Hey, dude. And then everyone ah! <laughs> well, they, there was a sea change or whatever, and, and a new that's guy right. came in. That's right. Well, that's interesting. We, and then we were talking about sex. That's also that's the other right. thing. So well, let's recap what we were saying. So well, Let's talk about it now. So you were talking about how uh, you just masturbate all the time. <laughs> like, three, like three times a day. I didn't say that. Well, no, no. Uh, well, no, I we, mean, that's not not true. I don't remember it, saying that. Well, no. I don't know how it came up, but it came up of like... <laughs> 
it's a, I said it's like a safety net for us because if we feel that it's going to, uh, we date a woman, it's going to take us off the path that we need to be on right now. Well, it's interesting. I sometimes think that the character, and my, I always say this, whenever I reference my character, I want to be very clear that that's very much who I am, but it's certainly an exaggeration of who I am. So I'm looking for, I'm focusing on four attributes out of maybe five because everybody has like an ugly or dark or cynical or snarky or right. depressed or stupid side that I'd like to down play when I'm on stage. I'd rather just be the first four things, which, right. are, which are good things, which are things that I'd like to be which on stage. Which is what I was amazed Like You were not who I thought you were on stage at all when I was talking to you. Wait, that, what do you mean? Which way did it surprise well, you? Well, I, I, I was like, well, this guy's pretty fucking deep. I knew you were smart and uh, stuff, but you could get deep. Oh, on stage. No, off, off stage. stage. Yeah, like, up there. Up there. I think, think I'm deep on stage. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, you do do stuff like I mean, that's fun sure, stuff. Sure. I'm saying, but you know, we were talking about a total strangers talking about something that was pretty deep. Well, that's why you and you and TJ get along too, because I just like diving right into that sort yeah. of deeper stuff. And, and that's that's interesting. So, talking about the character, what were we saying? We were saying we were saying that like if we get off track oh, at all, yes. that guy. The happiest version of Pete is probably sexually satiated. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, and and uh, I remember, and I've said this many times, it's weird that I've said this many times on this podcast, but I talk about the day that I recorded my album, uh, my first album, I remember I had jerked off three times that day or something, and I just went up and all I could think about was entertaining that group of people. That's it. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing when you're on stage and, you're, and you start going like, what am I going to do after this? Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Or if, you're, if you have an itch that you can't scratch or something, you're just kind of like, oh, that girl's cute. Maybe I'll meet her at the bar. It's like, <laughs> yeah. fucking get out of the way. You, yeah. You're fucking wasting everyone's time. It's singular focus. It really and that's is. What we were talking. So, you, so you were saying, I guess the crux of what we were saying was guys that get in it for money or sex are never interesting. Well, that was that was my full anger of, um, I think that if you get into comedy for chicks. Yeah, uh, chicks. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> you, you have the tattoos that make it okay I'm to say, say chicks. I want to say chicks. I say You can say I can chicks. Say, I'm going to try this Come week. On, Do something that scares you, you every day. It'd be great if Pete Holmes said chicks. I know. <laughs> That'd I be a great it. new special. Oh, chicks. I don't know. It's just this, I'm 70s, you know. No, I love it. Yeah. I feel like you can do yeah. it. I feel and, like and you it's can do not it. in a degrading way. Nobody I think it's, thinks it's, it it's is. In a Fonzie way, I grew up with Happy Days. Yeah, there you go. You know, and Fonzie like, hey. was a class act, and he called them chicks, didn't he? Fonzie was only cool the first year. Really? Yeah, and then he sucked the rest of the time. Wait. Yeah, it's true. No. We'll get into that. But anyway, I'll write down Fonz. Yeah. So my thing <laughs> is, th- this is why I like. Meltdown comics so much, and I like the scene. Um, they're in it uh, I, I, from the guys I've met. Not, I mean, I'm sure there's guys that just want to throw on some glasses sure. and a fucking cannonball mustache. Well, they're tourists. That's right. They're they're they sneaking are. in like Total Recall, and they're just like, oh, yeah, like oh, I wear oh, glasses, oh, oh. and you saw I I couldn't see at the barbecue. Right, I was right, asking right. you to tweet for me because yeah, I couldn't I did. see because I I. I if it's weird if I wear glasses now, I almost feel like, oh, what's he trying to be an alt comic? Right. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. When did it? When did it go away from? What's he trying to do? See clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that guy's probably got some reading to do later. Pfft, yeah, typical. Well, well, fuck, I yeah. mean, it's, so it's true, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's no, like I, I wear glasses. That's another reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because you consider yourself pre-breaking through. You're not where you want to be yet. That's You're clearly right. going to get uh, there, yeah, which I'm, is just so obvious to me. But, oh, like, thanks. having not even seen you, but I'm yeah. just it's interesting to me the considerations in your life. You know what I That's mean? That's right. The scenes, even your look. I put on glasses and you feel this pressure. I remember, and I like reliving how fucking difficult it is in those first... Uh, Ten years of stand-up. That's right. Uh, you know, also, where are we at now? How long? How old are you? A three and a half years comedy. There you go. Um, and I'm 47 years old. I started when I was 44. Wow. Yeah, but I do. It's. I think it's really funny too that the people that aren't in the old scene but fucking fly around it when you come to Meltdown. Yeah. This is the most amazing thing I find about Meltdown. The actual comics are amazing. Cool and some of the funniest guys I've ever met, like uh, Sean Patton, oh, yeah. T.J. Miller, yeah. Kyle Kinane. These are great names. You, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, all right, I'm saying okay. These guys are fucking nice, cool guys. Yeah. And then on the people that aren't doing anything, say shit like this when you come to Meltdown. What are you doing here? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm a comedian. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't you do the Laugh Factory? Yeah, yeah, It's like, yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck where I go on. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? Judge the material, yeah, not the venue. Yeah, oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I if do. If I'm doing a Kermit the Frog impression, then slag me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kermit the Frog. Hey. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> I would say an uninteresting Kermit the Frog. Yeah. You know, that's interesting that you said that. And I'm not here to marshal that comment. I used to have a list of things. I think I've told this story on the podcast before. It was to Jake Johansson. I, I listed my list of what I thought was always hack. Yeah. And he really kind of embarrassed me in a fine way. He, yeah. he kind of... Uh, he didn't embarrass me inappropriately. He kind of appropriately embarrassed me, and, he, and it was in a group of people, and he just was like, well, there's nothing you can do that's hack. And I kind of agree with that. I do a Bill Cosby impression on stage, and in the impression, I right. talk about why people tell me I shouldn't do a Bill Cosby impression because it's so obvious. Well, that's fucking great, though. I know. know I, well, I appreciate it. That's why I say... I'm talking about the standard an uninteresting, setup. An uninteresting... <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Hey, guys. Uh, I was at a bar a couple days ago. Al Pacino... Robert De Niro, uh, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. Rocky Balboa, and Kermit the Frog were there. Oh, no. I listened to what they were saying. And then he does the conversation, oh, and then I shoot myself yeah, 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 yeah. in the back of the room. I guess what's offensive of that is it's like a, it's like a cheat code or something. Right. It's like some sort of... Well, and then the people kill with it. Yeah. Well, it jumps you right to Mike Tyson. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's the punch code. It really is. 007-373-5963. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. <laughs> I, I know why I know that. <laughs> I love you, man. I love it. What, what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah. don't try to champion one scene or the, the other. Just be yourself. Yeah. That's all you got to be. You know, man. It's, it's, it's so, and this... I can't talk about this topic enough, actually. I don't, so I don't care if we're covering some familiar territories. Like, I will go up here often, and then what is it, Wednesday at the Laugh Factory, 10 yeah. o'clock? Well, that's when we first you met, the dot here, comedy. And then you go to dot comedy. Right. You won't find a better space than the Laugh Factory. Yeah, come it's on. It's ideal. Yeah. I don't mean the room. Katie just made a face. I've right, never right. had. I've never right, right. felt a face from Katie before. Right, right. But she just made a, a – she smelled like cheese was just cut in two face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the setup 
Yeah, I'm, not yeah. ta- I'm not talking the lighting, about the sound, the lighting, the, the seating. Sound. The, some of the best sets of my life have been at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? That's is when happening? I first saw you. We did that show. Dot comedy was like the first one. We Crushing. did it together. Yeah. I'll tell you this though. Yep. Here's a couple things that suck so many dicks. Yeah. We were talking about this at the party too. I can't stand a club owner. I can't stand these guys that uh, I'm not. I'm not even thinking of a specific person. I just don't like the idea of these people at the helm. Well, that's, that's what bothers well, that's me. That's an amazing thing that you're you're bringing up because. This is why I like the Comedy Store or Meltdown sure. uh, more than anywhere in the world. When you get passed at the Comedy Store, there's no pressure of, okay, you're passed now. You must crush or you don't work here. Right. It's a full reign of do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. And, and you're when getting you, my art deck hard. I, that's right. <laughs> now, that's Comedy Store or, or, or what attracts me to Meltdown. Right. Be, uh, now, the other rooms... Always feel like I've got to, if I don't fucking deliver. Suddenly you're a pizza man. You got to bring a hot, fresh pizza in under 30 minutes. And if I don't, I've got no spot the following week. Right. And you can feel it. You go, oh. I guess I didn't do good last Right, right, right. Well, with the comedy store. Have you seen Richard Pryor live and smoking? It's a bomb. Holy it's shit. It's a bomb. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that was fucking Richard Pryor. We're yeah. not fucking punching tile. You know what no, I mean? We're not yeah. laying tile. We're not punching cards. And a matter of fact, I, I enjoy bombing lately uh, in a way of trying to find the most honest material I can do. Sure. I'm doing a lot of material on it's cocaine like, right now. Yeah, okay. And people are like, whoa. <laughs> I was talking about cocaine. cocaine. I'm like, it's 2013. People know people do cocaine. Yeah, sure. They, it's they a know. huge product. It's, <laughs> it's a huge product. It's, well, bombing is like getting punched in the face. It You'll is. have a really honest moment with yourself. Yeah. If I punched you in the... I never would. No, no, <laughs> I have no, to say that. No. But if I punch you in the face and your nose is bleeding, because I'm like really cool in this scenario and tough. Yeah. <laughs> and, your, and your nose is bleeding... In that moment, if I asked you to define yourself as you're like kind of man crying, you know, it doesn't go yeah. over the cusp, but there are tears in there and you got blood that you're hoping cover up the eventual tears that are going to come. And yeah. I say like, who are you, Dean? You'd have a much more honest, you'd have a, I'd be talking to your subconscious at yeah. that moment. So a bomb or a difficult set or an interesting set, hopefully will knock you on your heels and give you some adrenaline, get you through the set in a good way. But a real bomb will really take you to a dark place where you can see some truth about yourself. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It is. But if you're just doing the seven characters you overheard at the bar, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if you're learning about anything, and I don't know if the crowd's learning. Yeah. I think, co- I think you'd agree, comedy is more than just getting laughs. It is. It really is. And that's it- why we're offended by the, por- por- the pornographying of comedy, where yeah. people just destroy, and people just wear a tight t-shirt, and people just kill, and then they get off, and they're like that's it and I was like no you just fucked two fake titted lesbians and you came on their face I get that yeah but I'm going up there to make some love baby yeah yeah Go. yeah well I think <laughs> you're so fucking right dude <laughs> I think what it's about and look I'm only three and a half years in I don't fucking know shit but yeah. what I do know I is what I <laughs> <laughs> You gotta if you don't look at the fucking high water mark yeah. of like a Bill Burr or you or, it well. or, 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 or no, I'm just saying too. <laughs> no, well, I know you what you're pick saying. Pick your guy. Yep. And figure For out us it's Billy. Yeah, that's right. Why the fuck how the fuck is this guy this good? Okay. Yes. He's honest as fuck. Oh, he's been doing it eighteen right. years. Right, right, right. Uh, he's completely himself. I was telling you that I've had the privilege of being with him in the green room three, four times now, as of you. Yeah. Backstage, the motherfucker isn't doing bits, but he's being hilarious. Hell yeah. In the si- and then I've seen him gone on stage talking about what we were talking about. 
about backstage. And I'm like, this is an exact continuation of this man's Of the conversation life. that was going on. Yeah. He just brings it out on He's the not stage. going on and doing a character. He's right. going out and just being the four out of five attributes of him right. that is his character. I, 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 you know what's funny is a lot of people say to me like, oh, well, you know. Uh, you just don't like somebody because they uh, don't like the comedy you like. Right. And, and in, some, in some ways, that's probably right. Sure. But really what I think is I get really confused, and I think this is my problem, and it re- it's a bad problem I have, of why people don't like good stuff. Hmm. How that doesn't happen somehow uh, in your upbringing. Like I had a great upbringing. I was into good music, good movies and stuff. Right. Um, and, and I wonder... How people miss that. That's that's my main my main Good stuff in general. Yeah, my main problem. Good stuff. Good music. That's my problem. I just yeah. fuck you. You're out of my life. And I and I, I recognize that. But well, I, it is weird that there's a, it's a minority of people that enjoy really great things. I right. suppose. Is it, is it, what's your theory? Is it because it's easier to consume I'm not, shit? I'm not. I, to me, it just seems like people. It's, it's the reality TV yes. fucking the, Okay, world. let's start there. It, with reality TV, and I know a lot of wonderful. I don't. I hate reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I God. Can't stand it. I, I, mean, <laughs> I really. I fucking got this vein over oh. here. And when. You know what I hate more than reality TV? The reality person. And, and don't ever call him a star. The reality, uh, the reality, reality person. person. Yeah. When you, when you uh, run into them uh, at a comedy uh, show or something and they think they count. Yeah. It's uh, like, you fucking asshole. See, that's mafia again. I you know. go like this fucking crew from over yeah. in West Connecticut thinks yeah. they can come in on my beat. Get yeah, out! Yeah, yeah. You you don't accept them. No, man. Reality TV to me fills me with a dark, dark cloud and a reminder yeah. of how petty and ugly and losing our our, our touch with our spirit, yeah. whether or not we have one, but just the idea of a spirit and like our, our best selves. I'm just like it all goes out the window. Everybody's a hoe. Everybody's fat. Everybody's fighting. Nobody's ah. a Avoiding conflict. It's just shit. People just fight and are ugly. It's the stuff I try to weed out of America. Yeah. You know there I mean? it is on the pedestal being celebrated. Championed. And that's why uh, Bo Burnham's show, uh, Zach Stone is going to be famous, is so great because it's just about like people that are being fed that and being like, oh, that's a good thing. I'm going to be famous. Too. Oh, man. It's horrible. They have, I think that's the thing. They, they go, I see this a lot with the comics too. Uh, they'll go, like, oh, this looks easy. They okay, so they don't get a co- commercial, they don't get a movie or whatever. Yeah. They go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do comedy. That that looks pretty easy, and then I'll get famous that way. They pick the hardest fucking thing. We forgot money, uh, sex, and fame. Is I don't right. know people that did it to get famous. You know, because you and I know the clean burn. You want to talk about cocaine? I'm hooked to cocaine, and it's and, and doing sets. It's doing sets. I love that's it. That's my addiction, man. 100%. And people say, oh, that's sad. Oh, look at the sad clown going to get his yeah. fix. Fuck you, my fix also fixes the crowd. It's the most it's the <laughs> yeah. most symbiotic thing. No, it's, it's mutually it's beneficial, man. It's spiritual. It is. It's fucking, it's praying, it's everything. Yeah. And God bless everyone that's addicted to their work. Yeah. It doesn't mean I can't like take a uh, I'll take a week off. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I haven't done a set in five nights, I think. Whoa, that's weird. I know. Yeah. I think it's been a while. But yeah. I don't give a fuck because I've been doing stuff. I've been yeah, living. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But you anyway, gotta go out and do that. Been, I found that, you know. Sure, yes, of course. I found that after doing like 1500 straight sets 
I was like, oh, I better go do something. Yeah. You know? Well, I remember when I was your age. Yeah. Um, I I remember really, really. I would never have. Ad- I would never have gone five nights, and yeah. I would never admit it if I had. Oh, no, and I now it's been like twelve years or something, and now that's yeah, you that's what we that, brag yeah. about. Yeah. We brag about how long <laughs> we're able to go off it, and it's not that we shake or convulse or throw up or have withdrawals. No. I just realized that my brain hasn't gone to the playground in a while. It wants to play on the swings. It wants to go down the slide. It wants to see its friends and get a bloody knee. You're right. It's a fucking fun thing. I refuse to accept anybody that thinks that it's bad to be addicted to stand-up comedy. Uh, that, well, that, I think that's the dumbest thing you could even, even say. Like, that's, you know. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to, just to even be, so, you're, first of all, you're doing art. Yeah, I agree. 100%. You're uh, not working uh, let me tell you, when I was uh, 18, I fucking swung a hammer uh, for a summer in Marin County building fucking condos. Yeah. And I was like a labor piece of shit. And it was a thousand degrees out. <laughs> and dudes were proud. They're like, yeah, let's get a beer. We built that. And yeah, I was sure. like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it wasn't your thing. It, it wasn't my thing. You were on the wrong highway. That's right. Now, so anytime I'm on stage, I immediately see those guys doing the hammers. Yeah. And I go, Here here's my hammer. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel so great. And I and and I and now I understand why they love that. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because you feel like you built something. I'm building something. To, to, uh, to them, we must seem stupid because what we did was ethereal and it disappears, it evaporates. That's right. But uh, there's no, there's no house, and sometimes I I do envy the idea. That's why I like uh, drawing or painting or, or recording, like even conversation. I like the permanence of this conversation yep. that it will exist, yep. and I'll die, and it'll still you know it'll be hard yep. to find because the robots will be you know whipping us and making yeah they will robots. <laughs> <laughs> That's some old stuff, right? Robots. <laughs> I mean, you got to talk about robots when you're doing all. Robots, vampires. Yoda. And you have to say that was like seeing a unicorn. We have a list of. Yeah, yeah, what unicorns we call, what we, go on big time. We call time. it. Uh, I saw your unicorn. Alltac. Which was good. Do I have a unicorn? Don't you? I believe uh, I do. Yeah, you do. I saw it on the Comedy Central special, right? I did? I think so. I, I don't know. Something about unicorn. I had a joke at one point where I said unicorn on the cob, and it was terrible. Ah. Because before Twitter, there was nowhere to just get rid of those garbage jokes. What's ha- hacky for alt <laughs> comics? Star Wars? I mean, you'll still get away with it, right? But there is, like, if you if you're talking to me and like one of my jerk friends in the back of the room watching somebody, one of your jerk friends, I love it. We did it. We, <laughs> yeah, because you guys got to be I back know. there, judgmental well, as fuck. Well, you know, I, I think about negativity sometimes, and as much as I really, I'm being honest, yeah, and yeah. you're a very positive guy, yeah. and I love how quick you are to say I love you. I was like, I love you too. It's like, true. I feel, I because at it. first, I gotta admit, you gotta admit, you know what I mean? You're like, I don't know that guy. Sure. And 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 there's a real. Really weird. There is a weird thing between uh, a meltdown scene mm. and uh, which is weird. That's what I was trying to say when people say, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, and I'm ugh, like, "What you're that. really saying is this isn't for you," which is lunacy. Which is the ultimate jock sort of thing. No, you, you can't come into so this right. party. It's so weird because I was thinking we're about supposed it. to be better than that. I was thinking yesterday when I grew up, it was the metal kids, heavy metal. Yes. Then there was goth kids, and there was jocks. There was three. There was a triangle, and then there was the nerds, like the original nerds, the like real the ones. real nerds, the real nerds, yes, the yes, ones yes. that just weren't like doing comedy. He wet himself. Fuck yeah, yeah. 
And I thought about it today. I was thinking, if those goth kids and the metal kids would have just got together. They would have had, like, a big piece of real estate. It would have been huge in the school courtyard where the jocks would be like, I ain't going over there. Yeah. But they didn't. It's weird. And and, and they... What's the illusion of separation? We all need to wake up to the fact that we're in this together. I'm sorry to sound so new agey, but it's fucking true. It's true. In a quantum way, it's true. We need to... We're we're in this together. That's why I'm so proud to be on here, because I feel like I'm representing comedy store sure not, not the mainstream com- I don't no, do I mainstream comedy well that's why I, I was excited to have yeah, you on too it's fucking cool I mean yeah but we are well I think that's what's so intoxicating about coming to these realizations in comedy because I do think they're true globally yeah. I really do I think when I go I'm you you're me we have the same fears we're on the same planet at the same time and we only both know to, what Mrs. Dash is only to a point though right because we could have a third dude in here that really is well that's like why a- this is a one on one I can't. I can't change lives. Three people, <laughs> or whatever we're no, doing. But you know, if we did have the guy in here yeah. doing the Kermit the Frog, yeah. then we would hate him. And le- that's why I always go back to the scenario where it's like me and Kermit the Frog are stuck in an elevator. I bet we could find it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Owen Benjamin, who's a super bro, right. and I told him I don't like his comedy. I said that to him to his face. That's amazing. I was just like, and I, I'm not doing it to be Marin. I was Pe- just like, pe- people do get pissed on that, right? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Well, like I, I was just saying, there's guys. Let I me like, put a pin yeah. in that. You got it. Just because it's just going to sound like I said I didn't like Owen for no reason. Yeah. The point of that podcast and the point of every time I see Owen and hug him and tell him I love him, even though I don't like his comedy, is the removal of the illusion that he and I are anything different. I don't like my my own comedy and Owen's doing it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, fuck, man. That's so good. Now what were you saying? Dude, (laughs) I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, no. I mean, you know, I do feel like a dick sometimes because of how, how, uh, that's why I think when I, I I I went to Marin like a fucking moth to a light. Yeah, because I felt like he was the um, the guy on the block that was a couple years older. That was like, hey, you fucking assholes. Yeah. But then at the same time, he would hand me like a Boston record or something, yeah. and be like, "Oh, your kiss is bullshit." Yeah. And you go, "Fuck that old guy." Ah. And then he'd hand you something, and later you go, "You know what?" That guy opened so many fucking lights for me. Yeah. And then there was a guy on my block like that. His name was Rick Ortega. He grew, he drove a Camaro. Yes, of course he He did. was the fucking, yeah, he had a, a Pacaloco belt buckle. You know, so, I mean, this is like 70s shit, you know? But I realized, fuck, that guy really taught me a lot at the same time as being mean. Yeah. And sometimes when I tell somebody something like, dude, that thing's bullshit, I'm only three and a half years in. I don't, I'm not saying I know everything, but I'm saying just try to push sure, yourself sure, sure. to something. To that, Mark to me is like Mo Sislak on The Simpsons, Mo the Bartender. Yeah. He's very, he can be very grouchy and you can be afraid of him and he's quick to pull out that shotgun underneath the, underneath the, yeah. you know, the counter. Yeah, I understand that. But. He, Mo on The Simpsons also reads to children at night. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he's crying. He's reading Little Women yeah. and he's crying. Yeah. When I was at that party, we went to the same 4th of July party. And right. then we, I was standing there with Marin. 
and I was telling him about my uh, concussion, right? That's I, right. I, I was there, and it was heavy, and then he grabbed you and right away. he grabbed me it and, was like, awesome. gave me a talking to. It was amazing. So much so that, like, I believe in all that stuff. I believe in affirmations. I, do I too. tell myself that I'm, like, doing well all the time and that I'm getting better and, like, I'm healing. When it comes to, like, my brain, I'm like, I'm healing, I'm getting better. Marin gave me, like, a blue streak of, of positivity and love and confirmation and affirmation yep. and encouragement that you wouldn't believe. It and was it was amazing. coming from this, like, this gruff Mo Sislak. No. And, and, like, he, there was no... And even at the end, he's a big enough guy, he doesn't go at the end and he's like, you piece of shit. Yeah. He doesn't do that. No. Nope. He's like, he... Fucking A, man. He kept removing the illusion that he and I are different. That's what he did. He goes, you're like me. I make things worse than they are in my mind. That was basically what he was saying. He was like, I'm not denying that you had some He said you're sabotaging yourself because you got some success And you got some fear and and you'd like to have something to blame it on. So if you fuck up on the show, you you can can say say I had a concussion. Fucking A. And he was like, that's exactly what I would do. And all you got to do is – this is from Mary. And he goes, be yourself – Show up and go to work. Yeah. And he didn't say it like, you fucking pussy. He wasn't like that. He was like, you can do it. Yep. And then he sat down. And that motherfucker, what? what he a, sat down, and then he ate my gummy bears. He ate your gummy a, bears, <laughs> and he helped himself to another plate of goddamn fucking, delicious catered ribs. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what I got out of comedy. Like people are looking to get famous. Yeah, please. You know, when I was, you have a podcast, don't you? I do, and I'm, See, and I'm having you on it. I'd love to do it, but what's it called? It's called Let There Be Talk. Here's how I know you have a podcast. Okay. Because I was just enjoying it, and I forgot that it was a show, and I and I love that rarefied air that you can get into where you're like, oh, we're just talking and having a good time. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And then I, I'm always trying to keep at least one in the chamber about what we're talking about or what we're supposed to be talking about. Then I just go on that Mark Maron rant, and I get so excited. Fucking great. And I had nothing. And then you brought up a topic. You're well, a showman. Well, you're, you're a showman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here, I'm a showman. fake. I'm no. a fake. Oh, I didn't mean fake. I no. mean, you're like in showman. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah, good, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I meant the no, opposite. No, no. And you're the real deal. On an old podcast, see? He came with a, <laughs> oh, he came with a set list. Well, I'd like to address that. I wrote that down, good looking and all that sort of stuff. I, we can maybe put that to rest a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, no, because I, 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 I'm trying to make a third new thing, which exists in neither scene, but doesn't yeah. have any hang-ups on like, what yeah. we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be looking like. That's right. Or anything. Right. But go on, what were you saying? Um... You said. So I was four, I'm 44. I'm living in Hollywood. And I really, Ooh. a lot of guys want to get famous and stuff. And, and, and I had burned it up. I played music for years. We don't need to talk about that because a lot of it's been covered. But, okay. Um, there I was like 44, kind of like, wow, man, you know, uh, I'm going to start doing comedy. I'm going to do this, man. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do it all my life. And what I got out of it was something I, I had no idea I was going to get out of, which was incredible friends uh, like Bill Burr mm-hmm. or Marin or even mm-hmm. now you, mm-hmm. uh, Adelia, you know, mm-hmm. guys that... Give uh, me Adelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, but I'm saying that I became friends with, like, I didn't have in this town at 44 because my friends were long married and yes. kids and, and not in the biz anymore or anything. Sure, sure, sure. So... To get this thing like that barbecue, you know what they are. I don't mean this to degrade either group. Yeah, they live in the town, and you're still going into a into a mountain and coming back with a pan of like two pieces of tiny gold, and you're like, (laughs) look what I did. And then they hold up their baby, and they're like, look what I did. And you're like, ah, fuck. They got canned goods and blankets, and you're just just like, ah, there's coyotes. I just, I then, and I I just can't, you know, uh, wrap my head around that. Sure, yeah. I think there's something in my brain that's constantly going. 
there's so, there's something you're supposed to be doing, uh. and it really clicks. And it's either that or just lay on the beach and Toto Santos. You know what I mean? And Toto Santos? Yeah, that's like in oh. the other side of Mexico, oh. Baja. You know what I mean? Okay, it's yeah. either one or the other. Full grind or disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, black and white. A lot of people I know in this in, in creative fields are very black. And I'm white. like that because yeah. at any minute I'm like uh, I could just. Touch out if I, right. but I wouldn't touch out for family and stuff. I just touch off the planet. You know what I mean? Like I I'm, out, I'm out here on the beach. My fantasy is a is a hippie commune. That's yeah. me. I'm like well, I just want to grow my own squash. Right. Like I was born in Yosemite and and was <laughs> really? living there. Yeah. And I talked to Marin about it. And I hated hippies like growing up because I was around them. Yeah. Sure. And now I'm just kind of like. Hey man, you know, Yosemite would be pretty cool. Yeah, Just sure it would. live there again and be like a fucking guy, a guide on horseback. Like, over there is right. the first rock. I actually... <laughs> the you know, John rock. Muir took a photo uh, of. Moses hit it and produced water. Yeah. You, uh, you were talking about that idea that uh, it's extreme. Either way, you're living by the same code. That's... It's like you have a program, mm. and either way, you're running it. Either you're living on the beach in Toto Santos... Todos Santos. I, I went from not knowing what it was Todos to Santos. pronouncing Todos it. Todos Santos is where the original Hotel California is. Oh. It's at the bottom of the Baja. Mirrors on the and, ceiling? And, 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 on a dark desert highway. This is all comics ah. right now. He, did he quote ah. eagles? The biggest, the biggest all the hack thing that I wrote down was singing punchlines. Oh. Yeah, that's our, that's our, and I do it too. I, I'm guilty of a lot you of sing them. Sing a punchline. But like if you have a weak joke, what I do is I'll yell a punchline. Show me how I'll yell. Well, that's but like, of course. If you're like, and then I went home and jerked off because I don't got a body to love. Oh, you know, you do man. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It'll work every oh, yeah. time yeah, yeah. because it's adding finale yeah. and like a little bit of a tinsel and sparkle to something that wasn't prepared. Right, right. Anyway, go on. Uh, uh, anyway, it's at the bottom of the Baja and it's on the other side of uh, Cabo. So it's on the Pacific side where the waves are. So the surfers from the 60s, pro surfers, retired down there. Oh, wow. And so it's just kind of surfers like. Surfers have to retire? Like, well, you I'm know. tired like, of this grind. It's like old Spicoli's, you know, like, yeah, man, I'm I'm punching out of yeah, America. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Great, Fuck great. honey boo-boo, I'm going to the beach. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like that, and I like the, uh, I, I really feel uh, at home when I go, like, once a year I go down there to, like, decompose. Right now I don't have any money or I'd be down there. I haven't been in a year, but I go there and for, like, five days, and then I'm like, oh, God. And then I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to come back mm-hmm. and just fucking take battles. It's essential. It I think, I, you know, again, not to sound too new agey, but I think we can lose connection with the planet a little bit. I, I like going to the beach and just sitting there. It's something, there's something very soothing about that. And I think it's important. There's something, look, I, I'm just, I'm just blue skying right here. I don't right. know what I'm saying, but there's no. something about my heartbeat and the, and the like rhythm of something natural, like the ocean or even just frogs or whatever. It's true. Frogs. But there's something about just like merging with that and not thinking. Thinking, when's my set or whatever. Although comedy is like the synthetic version of, of like listening to the ocean because you're listening to a group of people that sound like waves. Yeah, you know I love I mean? it. We talk about waves of laughter. It's very right. similar. Uh, but either way, we're looking for that sort of connection. I, I really, really, Frogs. really love comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I love to laugh. Like I told you, I laughed. There was two sets this year oh, that Billy, made me yeah. laugh. The, the Bill Burr one. There's two sets that made me laugh so fucking hard. One was the Bill Burr set last Sunday. Mm-hmm. The other one was T.J. Miller, storyteller about the uh, brain aneurysm or whatever he had. Mm. He did it uh, for Ari Shafir's Comedy Central. Really? Special. And 
I laughed so hard. I was by one of the cameras. I had to move because I was ruining the shoot. Okay, what are we talking about right now? When when I hear you say that, it makes yeah. me very happy. But it's not because I'm happy about the thought of you laughing. Really, That's right. it's it's what does that laughter imply? Is that you have an open heart? That's honestly what it is. Yeah. When our hearts start to close, and when we become those guys, I was telling you about my jerk friends, and we want to sit in the back and be like, "Oh, he's singing a punchline, or he said unicorns or ninjas or right. whatever." Yeah. That's part of life. Yeah, I and it really is. It it's really like, is. It's like the sewer. We I need a pipe it. to let it out. That's right. I do it. And, yeah. and I think you just need to do it because you feel insecure about yourself. Sure. Where you're at. Like right it's, now, I don't feel funny. It's smack. So it's, when it's somebody's laughing. Right. It, you, it, it is. And it happens. It's not going away. Right. And and you and, need to do it a little bit. But you need to be okay. I'm okay with my ugly side. I've yeah. said things on this show that are ugly and gross and wrong and stupid and ignorant and, and uninformed. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Why? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't trust people that are too nice. There you go. I can't stand them. They're fake. They're going to kill somebody. That's well. That's why when Chelsea and I became friends, she she was very surprised at how like normal I could be off stage, not just bubbly. It's true because I was surprised by that. (laughs) I was. Yeah. When we were at the barbecue, I went. You know what? I could fucking go on a cross country Uh... trip with that guy. We would talk, take photos, and clown guys together. It'd be an amazing Ah! show. I do love some straight clowning. Yeah, I really do. But we're talking about having an open heart. The idea that when you get to a point where all you do is associate someone killing with you not killing or someone else's art with you not creating art, somebody else's cooking with you not cooking, you're fucked up. You're doing it wrong. That's right. Curiosity, open heart, interest. These are these are virtues. Yeah. Those are wonderful things and we're supposed to enjoy things. That's right. And, I, and so it makes me happy. If you're laughing so hard at TJ, yeah. you'd be stupid to just sit there and analyze it like a robot. I don't even I don't even get into that. I go uh, I, I, like I love lines. meltdown. I come on Wednesdays. Yeah. I slip in. I don't talk to anybody. Sure. I just Go Except be- that one guy that's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, I do get that. It's so fucking I know, funny, I know. man. Uh, but you go and you watch. I go and I watch because I'm a fan of comedy. Mm. And, and, and I know at Meltdown, I'm going to get some fucking cool original stuff. Uh, just like I'm going to get at the comedy store in the original. The other clubs, not so much. But these two rooms, I love to bounce back and forth because it's yeah. two different um, – Art forms going down, right? Of uh, and I love meltdown, but this particular thing when I see TJ or Bill Burr murder, mm. it's like when I saw ACDC on the Back in Black tour. Wow, I'm like, whoa, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. It, to me, they're they're like gods. Wow, they're like real, like they hit something that night, and you just go like, man. I, and I walk out of there and go, fuck, I saw one of the best sets I've ever seen. You talking- I've seen Carlin, yeah, you know what I mean. Wow. I've seen fucking. Uh, I've seen them all, Kennison, yeah, Cheech yeah. and Chong, uh, all the good guys, you know, when I was growing up. Right. Uh, 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 you know, I grew up, Bobcat was my favorite, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and I've seen some epic set by these guys. And when you do, they stick with you forever. Mm-hmm. I remember Bobcat. Mm-hmm. The day he shot his, his thing at the Wolfgang's, you know, in San Fran. I, was like, I never forgot it. I met him like three weeks ago and I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I saw a set. I had the ticket stub, a picture of it in mm-hmm. my phone. I showed him. He's like, 950. I can't even buy a beer there for that. Uh, but those crazy. things stick with me, man. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you talked about the high water mark and wh- who we pick to be our standard. Who is yours? 
It is Burr. It really yeah. is. I, I, and he's one of the few guys that like, uh, you know, Regan and Louie are two guys that I don't watch because no. they'll ruin it for me. Bill what? is just, meaning if I see Brian Regan do a bit about a stapler, not that yeah. I want to do bits about staplers yeah. anymore, but if I saw him do that, I'd be like, well, I can't do my stapler thing. Seinfeld's yeah. the same way. I don't want to see Seinfeld's new stuff. I don't want to see Louie's new stuff. Right, right, it, right. It'll, it'll just burn it and it stays in my brain. I don't want it in yeah. there. But Bill is somebody that I can watch and just be like, okay. But the idea... Of having an, uh, having a standard for yourself creatively and going that specifically also I, I don't know if I've said this on the show before but I hope I have but here it is is the idea that I remember I was working with Isaac Witte do you know that guy no Isaac Witte's a very funny guy and I was listening to his CD and it was the first CD I had of just somebody that I knew right you know what I mean like he had a CD yeah and you want to kind of check out everything about it but it was like self published you know what right. I mean just some guy I knew and I put it in and I listened to it and it was a great set and I remembered saying to him I was like I just don't think I'll ever kill that hard right and he was like you you will and I, I remember even thinking I was like I still don't think I will because I was doing these like kind of trite diet Snapple I want some Snapple yeah, but yeah. I can't have any calories <laughs> give me diet Snapple like it's like barely a bit yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not even yeah. a bit yeah. so I was doing that sort of stuff and I just couldn't imagine it but the second I started and I'm not trying to get the secret here or I'm not trying to say I manifested things I just gave myself permission to be like what if I did want to kill that hard what if yeah. that was my watermark yeah. what if I'd really like to destroy yep. what would it feel like to destroy. Yeah. Okay. And I, I remember this, I know I've said on the show. I remember saying one time on stage, I was like, I know I can see in my mind the cadence of yeah. me killing. Yeah. And I'm like, and the crowd is killing and it's killing and it's killing. And I go, I just don't know what the words I'm saying are. Yeah. I don't know what the words are. Yeah. But I could see it. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think it's really important to, to latch on, especially at your comedic age, to find that person and be like, that's the guy. I, you'll never, me and Kumail, you want to talk about the shit we talk? We yeah. talk shit about groups, fuck-ups, people that get together yeah. and encourage each other to fail. Fuck off to that. that I fucking hate it. Yeah. I want to burn down their yeah. village. Actually, I don't because they keep the eco, they eat the rodents. Yeah, you're and right. Shit. You're right. <laughs> you, you know what happened with me is uh, uh, you pick your high watermark. Yeah. And, and, and what happened with me is uh, uh, Ian Edwards, who I think's probably the best yeah. comedian I know besides Bill Burr or yeah. CK. Yeah. Hands down. Wow. The best writer. He, he, well, I saw him do a set recently, and I was like, that was a perfect set. Well, <laughs> he, to me, it was is like the coach on Rocky. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to crap thunder, oh, shit he, lightning. Yeah, got to it. me. What did he say? So I can't see him being that... No, well, very he, calm. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm just saying his <laughs> no, knowledge. Know, know, know. It's like Yoda meets that guy. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. come mean, but yeah. it's gonna have mad fucking yeah. mad knowledge to stick with. And sure. Ian Edwards, if you don't know him, you you would be an idiot not to check him out because he is the king. He would murder at meltdown. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. the shit's so smart. But I remember I I was crushing for about six months, and I mean like just kicking ass. Mm. And I thought that's what it was about. Just, I'm going up, man. The store, people are taking notice. I'm killing. There's word going around. And one night I got off and he was like, that was bullshit. And I was like, what? He goes, you don't need all the laughs in the room. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was fucking rocking it in there. And he's like, with garbage. Oh my! And I was like, he said this. Oh no! But it's so fucking no, great. No, I'm yeah. agreeing that yeah. it's great, but I can't yeah. believe a man and, said this. And I was like, 
And he goes, he goes, it's it's just junk. Mm. Who are you? What are, you know what I mean? Yes. Leave some of the light. You don't need to kill the right, whole time. Right, right. He goes, you're so interesting in the hallway, but who the fuck are you on stage? Mm, mm. And I just went, walked away like, wow. Yes. And then I just started retooling my set. Man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fucking got rid of junk. And, and and started bombing, and I started all over, like two and a half years in, mm-hmm. and and now I'm starting to like, and and I owe him everything yeah. because of that conversation. Yeah, because I really did think two two years in that it was about killing, right? And about ooh, and not to be famous. I just needed to work, right? I was really scared well, not to me, work. That's the laugh factor. I see a lot of dudes going up You're and crushing. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know I was afraid not to get ass back. Yeah. So I would just do this, and well, I would. That's never... what I don't like about the club owners. That's what we I'm just not, talked about. I'm not right. specifically talking about Jamie Masada. In case you're trying to put that together, I'm honestly not. I've never met the man. We're talking about comedy business against comedy art. Right. Exactly. A... And I hate selling the feeling... drinks against fucking are selling we... fun. Are we peanuts on the bar? Are we there to just make sure people keep boozing it up and pay more than seven fifty for the ticket? And is there a guy that isn't a comic, that isn't one of us, that's never fucking dropped a body? If you want to go with the, if you want to go with the mob, thing. yeah, yeah, he never paid his dues. He never, I mean, like he did different things. Like yeah. these guys, I guess, do different things. I don't mean to shit on them too hard, but I hate when an outsider comes in and has the access, has the stage, holds it over us. Hoards it over us. And I do believe that there are positive ways that they can affect the scene and change the scene. And That's I know right. some of the guys are better than others, I suppose. But then there's also just like crush or get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, destroy. This yeah. works. The Dane Geyser produced. Yeah. So yep. fucking plant in the same dirt and show me another gusher. Yeah. Put on a similar. I'm sorry to keep pointing out the shirts. No, I no. Just, I'll never forget. Every time I go to the factory. Yeah. And again, I like the factory. Yeah. I want to go on early because I don't want to follow seven Dane. I did see. Yeah. You say I want to go on first yeah i you know i i it's not because i can't i'd like to now my ego wants to be clear it's no, not because no. i can't follow seven days you can i you don't can. want to sit yeah. there and watch right. seven days that's right because there's nothing worse than a high energy charisma comedian yeah. going up in front of a cold crowd and you see him realizing that it, it's all role yeah. it's all momentum the last guy crushed with that stuff and now you're going up and you're like what if Superman was a plumber and like you're realizing that that bit is bullshit and you got no momentum and yeah. you can't generate it because yeah. you're not really there yep. you're fucking me with two condoms on <laughs> Yeah, nobody's feeling shit I tell you man that's why you know I keep going back to the comedy store I was because... a girl in that analogy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know what problem I have with, and, I, and I'm going to be honest, and I'll probably get some fucking wrath for this, but it's been eating me up for about a year, is I don't have a problem with owners. If I don't crush and that's the business you're in, yeah. cool, I'll just go, don't have me. But yeah. let's be honest here. Yeah. Uh, just say, hey, it's not working. Sure. I don't like the mystery yeah. of just what happened. We yeah. were business partners. I was yeah. working here every right. week, and, I, and, and now I'm not. Well, we're we're like mercenaries. It's, That's we're, right. we're like snipers that you call, and if the job goes sideways, I love saying sideways. Uh, you just don't call them again. Yeah. I bet there's some heartbroken snipers that are like, I hit the target, <laughs> I shot him two times in the chest and yeah. one in the head. Why doesn't he call? <laughs> but they've moved on to some other professional. Another problem I have too is if it's a uh, a dude or a, a, a girl, a, a chick, 
Yeah. A, du- a dude or a chick. Yeah. That are booking the night or the room. Yeah. And they only book people that they have a crush on or yeah. are cute. Yeah. I fucking lose my mind. Right. It becomes like a dating night. A I tell you night. what, I fucking lose my mind. Well, that goes back to you. Okay, so I'm picking up on a little um, sensitivity to the idea of young, hot comedians. I don't have a sensitivity to that because I understand I played music and sure. I understand, but I understand what killed music. One of them is downloading. Yeah. The other one was throw some costumes on these guys. They look good. Right. And let's burn them up for a couple of years, make money off them, and then cast them the fuck out. Yeah. Um, that's what I have a problem with. Sure. Of the people not realizing I'm just getting used. Right. Or whatever. Right. All they care about is getting famous. Right. I don't have a problem with the guy. I have a problem with the machine. Yeah. What they think the people want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because if you spin up the street to Meltdown, you're not going to see a dude that is fucking on, you know, the guest billboard. Right. And and when I got into comedy, I wasn't aware that that was creeping in like it did with music. Right. Um, it's also affecting the longevity of careers, I think, is, is that, that idea of all of us. We want to make megastars. We want them to flare up really quickly. But the long game guys, those, yeah. the Carlins, the Priors, the guys that did it for like 20 years. The guys we worship. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if we're making the best environment for us That's to continue right. in that world. Right. I don't right. know. I mean, it's, it's, and I don't have any animosity towards it. What I'm saying is... People need to recognize it. You don't want to see five dudes that look the same right. in one night. Right. It's so boring. Comedy is not supposed to be boring. It's supposed to be dangerous. <laughs> it's supposed to fucking fail and kill. Right. It's supposed to look different every right. couple minutes. Right. Who is this guy? Right. You know what I mean? What is this? What is this? When I think back to the shows that I saw when I was starting out before I had even done comedy, but I was just giving it a try, you remember the Bobcats and you remember, as weird as it sounds, Gary Goleman really stood out because I was like, who's this six foot six? Gary Goleman. Weird Murdering with clean stuff. Yeah, the murder, the clean murder. The fruit salad thing. And you're just going like, oh, I get this guy. Then the next guy would come on and be CK. I saw shows like this. And then Bill would go up and Bill would do weird fucking Yelling, angry Boston shit. Just fucking five years ago, I seen yeah. shows like that. Yeah. Jay Davis would do a show, Life of the Party at the uh, Laugh Factory. Yeah. He would book it. You'd go in, you see like CK, Gary Goldman, Bobby Kelly. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, maybe a Dane Cook. Uh, but then you would see also like some new guy right. that was coming up. Right. And it was just all different flavors. Right. All different styles. It's lost a little bit of the punk rock, I suppose. And yeah. that's what you're getting back, hopefully, mm-hmm. when Meltdown is really, really good. That's what you're getting is the idea that you might see. I take a lot of pride. You know, I, I certainly don't book this room. But if yeah. I see somebody when I'm home in Boston see some weird guy on the show right. at like the Hong Kong which yeah. is which is a really is a really punk rock place to go see comedy in Boston uh, the guy there that the, the books it knows gets the idea yeah. the idea that it should be like six different acts like who the fuck was that guy that was so weird yeah. even if you didn't like it you remember it 10 years later instead of I'm, I'm, I keep reminiscing to similar shows during this conversation I can't remember one of their names or one of their jokes Yeah, and I that's what I do is remember jokes that's right that's <laughs> I right. Can't, can't remember 
remember any Meltdown of it. to me feels like amoeba. I walk in there and I go, oh, man, this yeah. place gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's mostly in the material, the guys like a Sean Patton, you know. Sure. Like, I know when they get off, I can talk to them about the new Queens of the Stone Age record. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and anybody at Amoeba. That's right. The same thing. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, hey, man, I, did you hear this Modest Mouse thing or whatever? Yeah, sure. And they go, yeah, I did hear that. Right. That's what I'm going to get out of that. The conversations in between our sets, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to be good. And, yeah. and that's what we were. I was getting back to the whole barbecue thing. As I was talking to you, I was like, "Fuck, that guy was great." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not sure if I judged you, or I'm not saying I did, or whatever. I just didn't know you. People have notions. And, no, I'm saying <laughs> you don't know how to. Hey, how's it going? You know, I mean, yeah. how many times you get that? Like, I really like that meltdown. Hey, thinking, get me on. Right, you right, know, right. Whatever. Right. That's not my fucking thing. Yeah. I, it's funny that you say that. That's another thing that I just we all shut out of our lives. Like I was hanging out with uh, Camille and Emily last night, and the, and the amount of business that we discuss is so little. Yeah. And even when we were kind of like starting, I, I like. As quickly as possible, you want to shed that whole desperation of, like, trying to hook people up with things. And I'm not saying that this show is, like, the biggest deal in the world. It is, though. It, I, is. it is to me. It is. It is right now. You, you know? uh, Kirk, and Ian, I got all of your math. I like saying that instead of yeah, yeah. numbers. I got all your math yeah. <laughs> to book you on the show. Kirk, Ian, and Dean, you, none of them asked. Yeah. None of them performed for me. Nobody performed, you know, for anybody. Nobody was doing bits or just. Kirk was being hilarious. You were being hilarious. Everybody was being hilarious. Right. But like, there was the word podcast wasn't said, and I was sitting next to Marin. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. And that I think that is a, a bit of a lesson. To, it's just like everybody pump your brakes, fucking calm down. The beautiful thing about most. I can't speak for other types of art. I was trying to be inclusive, but I'm just saying for the good stuff in comedy. It'll come to the surface. It'll get there. It'll if you're be, working your ass off. If you're working and, and you're doing good stuff that you believe in. If you're in this to create the art that you don't see and you're relaxed and you're not a fucking piece of shit, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah. Everybody knows, anybody who's decent remembers how hard it was coming up. And we all, if we have a soul, want to pay it forward to a certain extent and we'll, and we'll be like... Dean said, why did I book you on the show? Dean said he doesn't uh, like fucking girls after show. That's right. <laughs> or, or that's not your focus. That's not my focus. And I focus. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Dean should be on the show. <laughs> well, well, not here- because I knew we could talk about that, but because I was like, right. he's pure of heart. He can take the sword out of the stone. And, and believe me, I do have those times where I'm like, God, something's not happening. But I realized as you texted me the next day yeah. and you said, I got to have you on the podcast. It wasn't even on my mind yeah. at all. It was more like, oh, I want to hang with that guy. Yeah, like yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, like if I, if I hit Marin or Burr, yeah. I'm not looking for shows or anything. I need, I'm looking for more, please, let's hang. Like that's I, that's yeah. the truth of it. A yeah. lot of guys, we got in for comedy and we also got in because we wanted, I, I used to fantasize what was it like to hang out with Bill Burr. It's true. And now I do. Yeah, yeah. What's it like to hang out with Dimitri Martin? What's it like to hang out with, I, I used to fantasize about Mitch Hedberg being in the back yeah. of the room. What's he really like? All that sort of stuff. And that's all it was. That, yeah. That's the real stuff. It wasn't about being at the Olive Tree Cafe above the cellar uh, and having money to buy everyone a couple hummus plates. It wasn't about having a cool car to park in front of the club. And it certainly wasn't about, 
you know, trolling in front of it. I wanted to sit at that table next to fucking Godfrey and all those guys that scared the shit out of me. That's all you want. And have Chris Rock to my right and Louie yeah. in front of me and just kind of sit there and keep my fucking mouth shut because I don't have shit to say because you're just a pawn and this is the mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I like when I'd go eat and, eat and there'd be a table of comics that I'd just, like, second year in, I'd be eating with people and I'd be like, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. I'd just sit back and listen and then if I'd it. throw something in here and we'd go, did some open mic just say something? Yeah. You know, he really was cool about I it. I love, love it. that yeah. shit. Well, we're missing community, and it's fun even if it is ball. I, I was never a big fan of getting my balls broken, but when I'd go to the cellar, I'd get yeah. my balls broken yeah. a lot. In fact, I remember one time it was me, Big J, and Bill, yep. Bill Burr, and Bill said something about how, something along those lines about how I should keep my mouth shut because I don't have shit, <laughs> which now I understand yeah. is yeah. the equivalent of him like giving me a sign. Side hug by the pool. That's right, because you know some meltdown mean? guys that aren't in the scene, Fuck they it. were like, bully. I can bully. I can rail against this scene just as well as I can Fuck and yeah. have been the, the yeah. factory or whatever. And you got, and you got it. You got to light everyone up. Yes. That, that <laughs> I can't. I'm embarrassed by the guys that can't go here and then do the same thing at the factory. That's Those are the guys, the wheelbarrow guys that can roll it on up the street. Yeah. Fucking do it. I don't want to be insular. I don't want to just be in the treehouse. You want to be good everywhere. Be good. But not be like... I, I want to make everyone laugh. But I don't want to make everyone laugh. That's what we're saying. We're not right. going to be the garbage that Ian was saying. That's, that's right. just fucking killing and delivering. It's not about delivering. Exactly. It's about being Bill in the green room and Bill on the stage. Yeah, the, I right. want the difference between me off stage and me on stage to be nil and for people to go, that's the whole thing. And if it fails, to quote the great Jim Gavigan who told me, this is one of Ian Edwards' moments for me that I've said many times on the show. He goes, there's some crowds you don't want to kill for. Sometimes they're drunk and stupid. It's late. It's prom. It's yeah. a bachelor party. What are you going to deliver? Sometimes maybe your play will be like, I'll find a way. Yeah. Maybe that's your call for that night. And other times you're going to be like, I'm going to affect the 12 people, the two people, the one person. That's it. Maybe no one in the audience, but just the other comic. Yeah. Fucking yeah. and stand with your stupid, cold, wet integrity and just get rained on. That's it, man. That's like Hicks said, play to the highest IQ in the room. There you go. And then if that guy at the end of the night comes up and goes, oh, God, what you're saying, he's yeah. going to tell four guys, and the next time you come back, right. those four guys are going to be great. That's why I just I can't stop, whenever I think about Bill Hicks, I can't stop hypothesizing about what he would have been if he had podcasts. Oh, God. Because wouldn't he have been perfect for a podcast? He would I, said be, that, I said that to Dwight Slade. It would be amazing. All, all we, oh Jesus Christ, I get so worked up about this. But like the days of going from Boise to fucking Tacoma, fucking all over in your stupid car and just not making difference and no momentum are gone. We're living yeah. in a privileged and brilliant oh. and beautiful renaissance where you can put out feelers through podcasts, through YouTube, whatever the fuck you're the doing. audience finds it. You'll find it and then you'll go to Tacoma and there'll be the 50 people that you know and won over from Tacoma and Tacoma. And now we do comedy nowhere. We just do comedy in rooms. It doesn't matter where you doesn't are. doesn't matter. Going to Texas. I'm not going to do Texas jokes. I'm going to do the jokes that people know and want to hear because yeah. we've made the world smaller. What a privilege. That's why it's like shame on you if you're not trying to take advantage of the internet in some way. I'm not saying oh, everybody has to have a podcast. It's crazy I'm that you I'm not saying do. everybody has to have a uh, YouTube. Yeah. But it's fucking time to get into the desert and make some movies. It's funny because I, I was talking to a comic last night. I was doing the Death Squad show. Yes. Guy came up to me. He said, yeah, man, I see you on the Death Squad show. That's great. I was like, yeah. And he's like, 
yeah, I'm just not good at getting myself out there. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you're just not going to be anywhere ever then. <laughs> because <laughs> to say that is the dumbest thing ever. Like, but I that's knew- some concussion shit. That I- really is. That's going like, I'm not good. I'm sorry to make this so new agey, yeah. new agey but if you're walking around going like, I believe I'm not shit, good though. at making things happen. I'm awkward around people. I'm not one of those network guys. I'm not one of those guys that gets booked on the show. Yeah. Then fucking fix it. Yeah. You need an Ian, Ian Edwards moment, yep. stupid. Stop th- I looked garbage. at the guy, I was like, you think I was like that? Yeah. You think I was That's like that? That's what I'm that? saying. You think the first time I walked I in into a green room, my house, exactly. sitting there going, how am I going to get on stage? Yeah. I got to get out of this house. Then I went <laughs> down to the place and said, fuck, what do I do? I got to talk to someone. Yeah. You know, no, I wasn't Tail that between person. legs stuff. I still remember going to the Boston, my comedy oh. store kind of place, and asking if the manager was there. <laughs> and I walked in the room. I'm sorry to share war stories. No, that's great. Are you it. kidding me? I took the train in. I was married at the time. I'm like, honey. I didn't talk You were married? Yeah, I was married. I was like, I'm going out 22 to 28. So I was probably like 24 at this time. Wow. I was like, I'm, I'm going to go to the club. The plan for the night was to go to the club. <laughs> I go to, because I went to the, okay, I go to the club. Yeah, guy's name was Dustin, Dustin Chavin. He, he, he gave me my first stage time in New York, basically. Uh, well, he let me bark and gave me my first regular stage time in New That's York, great. which was, was essential. Uh, great dude. I went into the club first night. It's a Tuesday. I go, is Dustin here? To the barkers and the people working the door. He's not here. I was like, okay. And then I, I watched it. I, no, I couldn't even watch the show because I couldn't get in. Yeah. And I didn't have money to pay sort of thing. I'm sure I had money to pay, but I wasn't going to pay. Right. So I, I got on the train and went home and told my, my stupid wife. He wasn't there. Hey, I'm home. He wasn't there. That was my work <laughs> night. Next night I go, I go and, and Dustin's there. I go, is Dustin here? He goes, this is Dustin. I go, hey, man, my name is Pete. I'm really just I'm hoping to bark. Like I, I want to bark for stage time. And it was like, well, we don't need anyone tonight. Maybe come back next Wednesday. Right. So I went home that night, and I was like, "Honey, I'm home." Like an hour and a half, and it was mostly commuting yeah, of, yeah. of work that yeah. day. Six I, seconds there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> the motherfucker has no idea that the squirrely, scared guy, yeah. just like in his stupid, like one of those Adidas shirts or some shit I had from college, and I went and I'm like, "Oh, what a park. And He's like, "Oh, well, you don't need anyone tonight." I was like, "Okay," yeah. and I walk like I have somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going. Well, I got some other spots to do yeah. on the train. Yeah, I got a, I got a somewhere to be. I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> if you had just said just stand here for ten minutes, I would have. And that's basically what barking is. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how we got on that story. But I well, we're talking about you got to do what you got to do, right? Well, the guy that said to you, "I'm just not one of those guys," right? And I'm just and and I me. If you want to talk about, and this is a nice merging into spiritual weird stuff, but I'm talking about that permission that you give yourself. And I don't know if we have a spirit. I'm just saying spirit for our entire essence, the entirety of our chemistry. If you don't give yourself permission to be like, I am the kind of guy. I'm not talking. You don't have to be shoes shine and big, stupid, white grin. Hey, you know what I mean? Not not everybody's that guy. But fucking Dan Mintz, like one of the most socially awkward people in the world. I love him to to death. Uh, gets on shows because he's fucking funny and he knows how to not be a creep. He's a regular guy and he can go in and ask and be polite and sort and show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to be Gary Gullman, like a gorgeous six foot six Jesus type. You know what I mean? So, but like you have to give yourself that permission. And the first step, even if you say immediately right back to yourself, I don't believe it. When it comes to picturing yourself killing, when it comes to picturing yourself being on shows, motherfucker, I'm sorry. 
But we were at uh, we were at Dane's for the yeah, 4th of July. Yeah, barbecue. When I was 22, that was like, I want to hang out with Dane. Yeah. And then, then I was. I want to hang out with Bill. I want to hang out. And like you're saying, I want to hang out with these people. I don't know if it's new age. Let's get into spiritual stuff. Let's talk about no, it. No, I love that stuff, though. Me yeah, too. You know what I mean? I, I think that uh, uh, I really believe for myself that I'm here for something. There you go. That's isn't that funny that that's a huge statement. Like yeah. if, if it could be like, are you here for some reason? You I like really it. feel like that because I've had a few jobs in my life, and I was like, oh, what? and I'm not lazy because I work seven nights a week doing comedy, yeah. and podcasts every day. I ride everywhere on my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I'm 100 percent crazy hard worker. Right. Just picture Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's right. If Just you haven't boom. seen. If you haven't seen Dean. I'm that, interviewing. That's a comic book skull. reference again. Ah. See. All Comedy. <laughs> Seeing Dean, he's forty-five. He's got tattoos. Seeing him in meltdowns like spotting a unicorn. Yeah, a unicorn. Uh, and I sang it. Ah! <laughs> all, all my singing punchlines would be Axl Rose, like oh. spotting a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Welcome to the meltdown. <laughs> we got fun and games. Right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have fun yeah, in games. Exactly, right? <laughs> it, oh, it's the man. one place you could sing it and it'd be true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I do feel like that like um like <laughs> like uh, I feel like I'm supposed to be here on stage, you know? Yeah. And and when I'm up there, I feel more at home than anywhere on the planet. Yep. And, and so So that ties back to your belief. Let's let's get weird. I mean, uh God? Not really for me. Hey. Not really. Uh, cool. Something. Something. Purpose, though. Yeah, purpose for sure. I think, um, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I, I really, you know what? I really don't think about it. I, I think there's something out there, but I don't know. You know, I don't know what it is. I'll float some theories by you. Yep. Let me know which ones work yep. for you. We're, we're not saying like a conscious living um, lifeguard God, I like to call him. Watching, going. Your know? God's the Burger King God. Yeah. That's my, I love ah. that joke. I laughed my ass ah. off. Ever <laughs> since I was a little kid, that's been true. I, I realized when I was praying, I was praying to the Burger King King. With the plastic yeah. head one. No, no face. Not, His face yeah. didn't move. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you want to live. The yeah, honor thing. Have it your way. <laughs> I have I have both fucking uh, fast food punchlines in my in my act. Yeah. Uh, in that act. Um, so conscious living, sort of a lifeguard god, like a deity, like a man. Uh, you know, a lot of people like that. I suppose a lot of people don't really consider that. Some I used to consider that an insulting idea. What about the idea that all of this? This is I bet this is up your alley. Right. All of this is God. The idea that the pulse and the energy of the world of the universe is God, and therefore there's a divinity in you and me, but there's also not necessarily like a separate other place God watching, judging, hoping we do certain things, but we, we are together creating some sort of idea of God that we can plug into when we go to the beach or be apart from when we kill, rape, or steal something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I believe in that. that I mean, that's a, that's a cool route because it's like uh, everything is God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that I used to think was blasphemous is more and more my opinion. When I try and think yeah. Dean is God, okay, that it's a weird thing for me to say. You have to understand right. I still have a visceral reaction to something. Like if I say I am God, I have a I have a reaction to that. Like right, my, right, throat, right. my throat clenches up yeah. and goes, no, you're not. That's blasphemy. Stop that. Right. But like here's the benefit of that, of, of seeing – 
me and Dean are God. We are God. We are creating God. We are bringing God to this place or whatever. I then treat you a little bit differently. That doesn't mean I'm a pushover and I'll do whatever you say because you're God. Right. It means, but I'm looking you for... treat me a little better. Yeah, right, because right. I'm God. I'll peel you a grape, <laughs> you fucking deity. <laughs> but if I go, there's Dean, and he has the same touch of life, the same spark, the same heartbeat. We're here at the same time. What an absurd thing. We have the same basic burdens, yeah. food, breath, uh, the idea that we're going to die. And we're here in 2013 in Los Angeles. And right now we're in the same room. Yeah. If I can see the God in you, that, that does help me find love for you quicker and respect for you quicker. Right. And sympathy and empathy and all those sorts of things. When I can go like, that's a piece of God. Just, just the same way I suppose you would for the food you're eating or, or the company you keep or how you keep your house. You know, yeah, all yeah. That sort of stuff. So you're into that. I'm into that because I, I think that um... – I mean the the, uh, the 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 thought of people that kill for gods, mm. uh, well, killing other gods for God. Yeah, crazy, exactly yeah. that yeah. stuff. The thought of um, uh, the way people judge other people, mm. especially. I grew up in San Francisco. The uh, people that judge gay people mm. blows my mind. They do. In San Francisco? No, I'm saying in, oh. in, 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 in <laughs> religions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about religions. Mm. Um, most one, forms of religion. The one homophobe in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> what am I that, doing that, here? That doesn't happen there. Can you imagine? God damn it, I landed in the wrong spot. It was a deal, but it's yeah. not worth it. Stop yeah. your prancing. But the thing, the, the thing I trip on is um, religions that uh, don't recognize other people's way of life and mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, my, the basic goals I go on are uh, don't kill someone. Yep. You know what I mean? Again. That, that's the main thing. Don't kill them. That's just weird to me that people kill people. I trip on it all the time. Yeah. I couldn't imagine living with that in my mind. Yeah. And I tried, I, I talked to somebody about this one night, tried to figure out if I killed someone, I just, I, I couldn't imagine wh- what it would be like to walk around with that. Yeah. Well, that's one of my biggest fears is, is uh, some sort of uninten- unintentional manslaughter. Right, yep. Yeah. Cars, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really, really brutal. Um, I just try to be... But aren't we, Dean? Yeah. A weird one for you. No, yeah. We're all either giving life or killing each other all the time. You it's know what true. I'm saying? It's true. Like, if I, if I say to you, like, you choose to say, I love you. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's one of the nice things that I noticed about you. I was like, oh, Dean is sending out some good shit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's true, though, because people bring something to me, and I go, oh, I need these people around sure. me. Especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. You really need, like, oh, my God, I, I love that guy. Well, you're sending that out. But yeah. if I said, uh, you're an asshole and you're a dick, and even if we have, like, in this conversation, I had Ian calling people stupid. There's, like, a loving way to call people stupid. Oh, of course. But I'm, I'm not talking about we need to homogenize that's help. and strip our language right. of of, of all words, but if I'm genuinely being like, you're a fucking dickbag and yeah. you're a fake and you're a fraud and you're yeah, a yeah. fool, I mean, in a way, I am contributing to your destruction because that just might be point zero 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 for a very long time, 1% of the reason why you start, I, I don't know if you're sober, you start yeah. drinking again yeah, yeah, and then you start drinking and you get destructive and then uh, 10 years down the line, you're blacked out and you drive and you kill somebody and you kill yourself. I mean... It's a symphony of events. Yeah. But either I'm contributing to the light or I'm contributing to the dark. You know what I'm saying? That's true. 
I, I just got hip to this thing. A weirdo posted this thing online that's really been uh, on the on the Facebook page, which was so up my alley. One of the great things about doing this show is people uh, have a pretty easy time getting me things. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. It doesn't need so to be people like send me gifts, stuff, whatever, yeah, music. Go. They'll send me uh, yeah. web pages. Yeah. I'm like, wow, thanks. It doesn't have to cost anything. That's what I'm saying. That's They'll right. be like, they send me a YouTube link. It's called Messages from Water, and it was this idea that this guy in Japan was uh, looking at what frozen water, different types of frozen water under a microscope and seeing what kinds of crystals are forming. Right. I'm going to keep this short just in case people hate this sort of stuff, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know why people would hate this sort of stuff. Yeah, because I do love like weird shit. Yeah, well, you're yeah. going to love this. Buckle. Because I really get up. into like uh, conspiracies. And, oh, this is a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Behold I, a Pale Horse is a book you should read. What is that? Uh, later, I'll get into that. Okay, go ahead. tell me about Pale Horse yeah. after this. So the, it's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's a bad video, but it's great to watch. So anyway, they did like tap water and the tap water had like no crystals and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they did like uh, fresh spring water that they went out and got themselves and it has these beautiful hexagons. And then when they're watching it freeze, the hexagons build out. They almost look like leaves on each point of the hexagon. So just gorgeous structures, things that you're looking at and you're like, that's beauty. That looks like art to me. And they grow because right. they're looking at it under the microscope and across. All right, so what do we do? We have nature, and then we have versus tap water. Oh, big discovery. Tap water's fucked. No kidding. Uh, but the idea is about energy and stuff. So then they start uh, playing music for water. Yeah. <laughs> so they're playing like... Like it's a living being. Yeah, they're, okay. they start treating water like it's a thing, and they start playing like Bach for it. Right. And then water that was like tap water is now getting like these these structures, these beautiful structures. So... Water being energy, music being vibration, which is just another term for energy sort of thing. All of us, everything just being vibration, which is Correct. another term for energy. And us being 80% And human life. Wa- human life. 80% water, too. So we're all, exactly. we're all just water. And we're all just space. And we're all just vibration. You break down on a molecular level. Molecules. We look at a molecule and it's like 99.999% nothing. Exactly. So we're all just, just nothing. fucking... Yeah, air. We're, we're air. Yep. We're all just going around. It's weird. We have the illusion of matter. If the Buddhist- especially at Coachella, we're all air. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and when we take mushrooms at Coachella, we really get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the idea that uh, they played Bach for the, the the water and it had a beautiful positive effect. So then they're like. All right, let's just think good thoughts to the water. Yeah. And then the water would do that as well if they were like, I love you, water. I will take good care of you, water. This is some fucking crazy shit. Yeah. But then we take it over to the lab, and the lab is confirming these fucking crazy hypotheses. Uh, a monk blesses some water, and it shows up beautiful, more beautiful, gorgeous designs. Then they say to this water, they go, you fool, and the water turns like yellow. And no. Gold. It doesn't turn yellow like right, on, a, right. on a way we could see, but you look at it, and it's gross, and it's misformed, and it's malformed. Kids started doing things where they put rice in one jar and rice in another jar, and they sealed it. And then that one jar, they would send uh, negative thoughts, and they'd say, you fool, to the rice, and they'd say, I love you, or thank you, was the thing they said to the other rice. Right. And the rice that you said thank you became like delicious malted fermented rice, like it was just sitting there. And the rice that you said you fool to turned black, like you can see it, yeah. turned black and rotted. So what the fuck is going on here? You think that's real? I, okay, look. <laughs> Occam's razor, right? Yep. It's not real. Right. That would be the most reasonable explanation. I don't understand why this initiative would exist, that the scientist would lie and say that he did this. I don't get it. I I understand, yeah. But do I I understand that you – does that sound like baloney? Yeah. I I know what you're saying because I'm a firm believer – and anybody that is depressed and keeps negative energy in 
uh, are the cancer uh, guys that get cancer young? Sure. And 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 blacks black shit inside their heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Certainly uh, exceptions. That I feel sensitive to like kids that get cancer or whatever, but yes. Yeah, I'm talking I about understand that's the, the the idea is that we can make ourselves sick. That you can make yourself sick. Yeah. I, I believe- Well, that's the old example that you can freeze the guy that got locked in a meat locker and he thought he was freezing to death and he froze to death. The cause of death was that he froze to death and they came and they looked at it and it was like it was at like 65 degrees or like 55 degrees. He shouldn't have froze, right. but he convinced himself that he was freezing. So that's certainly true. Right. So I, I understand <clears> – <throat> Which is which is what I was trying to say early on. Look, I understand my flaws. Mm. I know I got a fucking thousand flaws. That's why I do feel weird if we're in the back of the room judging someone. Sure. Even though it, it feels it, so good. It, it, it does. <laughs> it does. Crack okay. But I also believe that it, it it's like... As much as I don't want to be evil sometimes, like, what the fuck is that guy doing? I think that we, early on when someone was telling me, like, this is shit, it, it learned me. It, I, I got into good stuff. Right. You know? That, uh, that negativity helped. That you. negativity helped. Well, There's, I think that's why it needs to be shed. It exists at first so you can have preferences and so you can pick your crew and, and pick the kind of comedy and the kind of work you're going to be doing. So it serves a purpose at first. But it's funny that you say that because I call that comedy cancer. The people that hate on other people, and that's the bulk of what they do, yeah. quit comedy. That's right. They don't make it. Well, I can always tell when someone's jealous of where I'm at right now. Like someone's going to listen to this podcast and go, I can't fucking believe he gets everything. Marin, now Pete. You know what I mean? People don't really, instead of just throwing the negative out at me, Mm. just turn it around on you and go, why am I not getting this stuff? Right. And then just fix it. Right. Fix it. Or or be inspired by it. And be inspired by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I was inspired by I I asked when I went to, when I started comedy I asked the comedy star I said who was like the fast risers here and how did they do it mm-hmm. because I'm 44 and I can't be 54 at the open mic right not that I would mind it but I, I, I would just die yes and they said oh you got to talk to the Chris D'Elia mm. that guy because he worked like and the main thing like it doesn't matter if you don't like Chris's comedy or you like Chris's comedy whatever I'm not talking about that I'm talking about work ethic mm-hmm. so I went up and asked him I said hey man uh, what should I do and he goes oh you got to do open mics every night three four a night and then and then be here at the store every night. And I was like, all right. And that's what I did <laughs> for three fucking years. Yeah. Is Dustin here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Dustin here? Yeah. You, you is Dustin here for right. years. So when guys come up to me and they ask me, how did you do it? It always seems to me like they're waiting for me to hand them the secret of like, well, I met Pete Holmes one right, night right. at Toy Tie. Right. He introduced me to this guy who had a back door. He opened it and boom, right. I was working. Right, right, right. Here's his night. Right, 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 right. We're all we. That's why infomercials work. That's right. We're all waiting for the thing that absorbs the fat that we don't get fat and right. we're healthy and our wife is hot. So I think the bottom of the line is if you if you're if you're evil like you're we're getting back to the thing if you're evil to the fucking water the or rice. you're evil to the rice whatever you know what I want to do yeah. sorry I, yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna do no. it at home I'm gonna yeah. do it at home I'm gonna <laughs> seal two things then I'll know yeah I'll, and you know what because I've always like how can we be sure if they're really saying I, you fooled I'll know right. I'll do it real serious right. and I'll text you all I'm saying is if you're going to be evil at the rice yeah make sure. 
that your shit's together first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mean if you want to dabble in some of the dark arts and be negative. That's right. Look at yourself first. Look at yourself first. Yeah. And go, okay, I feel pretty well, good about But we myself. can interpret two things with the rice. Uh, people are sending the you fool rice or that lucky bastard or what is this guy's deal yeah. to you. Right. And, th- and that's negative. I do feel like I've been lucky my whole life. But lucky because I had worked hard enough to get myself into a spot where the luck came. Right, sure. The barbecue. Right. Two days ago. Right. You asked me to be on the podcast. You know why I was at that barbecue? Because I worked for three and a half years right. solid straight right. and never went to Dane. Think you can get me in at the Laugh Factory? Right. You think you could bring That's me on I'm tour? That's what I'm fucking talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So it's funny, by virtue of being at Dane's house and by virtue of being TJ's friend. Right. So again, never saw you, have never talked to you for more than 30 seconds. Right. And again, it's not like that you're doing Letterman right now, but I this is the most important show to me. Right. And here you are. And that's exactly what it is. And I was like, this guy's at Dane's house, so right away, this I know he's not a psycho. This show's an honor to do, though. Like I said, this year I've done Marin, now I've done your show, and I've been passed at the store. Yeah. Now, Good year. I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I, I know what would. this show... Uh, well, maybe later. <laughs> but, but I know what this show's going to mean later yeah people are gonna go hey man and it's happened to me for the last three months right. i heard john Marin. yeah i heard john pete holmes uh podcast sure. great shit yeah okay well that makes me feel good well you see that goes back to the paying it forward sort of thing and and the one of the reasons why the show is the most important thing that i've i've done in my life is I lo- we all like that sort of feeling and what and it's not about power it's not about tripping on power and denying others and and it's about being like Having a vehicle to go, oh, there's a fella, and then getting him on the show. And then I love, who was it most recently? Oh, God, I can't remember. I get this a lot. Yeah. Oh, it was Kurt Metzger. Kurt Metzger goes, I had no idea people listened to your show because people come out to see him and stuff. Oh, they fucking do. We're already on that show. And he's like, and he wants to do it again. Completely bald. You know what I mean? Just like not hiding it. He was just like, I want to do that again because I I need some more of those weird fans. It's no joke, man. I mean, and also, if you think that like Conan's bookers. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon's bookers aren't going, who was on in the last three months on Marin and Pete's podcast? You're fucking crazy. Because I told Marin, I said, these are the new Johnny Carsons. Yeah. Because the day you get on these shows, shit changes the next day. Yeah. Look, look, I want to be on Conan. Yeah. I love Conan. I love Jimmy Fallon. I want to be on there. But did I want to be on there more than Mark Maron's podcast? No. Yeah. Not at all. It's all the same, which is good. Yeah. It's, it's the environment finding a way to like equalize. And, right. and we lost a little bit of the, the overnight power of a Johnny Carson. Well, the thing is with that, you're on one night, the next day they talk about it, and then it's out of sight, out of mind with right. the ADD world. Sure. With a podcast with yours, it slowly gets discovered over a year. Yeah. I did that podcast on you know like February 4th or something. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I was in San Fran. Guy goes, "Yeah, I just listened to you on Marin, so sure. I brought these five guys down to see you." Right now, those guys know. Okay, we heard them on Marin. This is going to be cool. Let's hear some. So now I'm like, "All right, those are my five guys tonight in here." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cops. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's absolutely <laughs> there they right. Are. Well, uh, let's. Yeah, dude. When you die, is it? Uh, we just go away. <laughs> You know what? My only fear is death right now. Really? It's my only fear. And and I really wish that I could live to be like 150 somewhere. I wish they had something because, mm. 
Man, I, I just love it. I used to spend time just fucking getting crazy, doing mm-hmm. drugs and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And, not, and I'm not in no program or anything. But I'm saying now I don't want to die at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I ride a motorcycle, which is dumb. But I don't, I don't want to die. I mostly don't want to die from like stupid shit like cancer. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird. Everybody's dying from it at 50 now. Mm-hmm. In 2013, you'd think we'd be living to be 120. Right. Like they go, oh, cancer. Yeah, that's just, that's out of here. Yeah, Keep I know. living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's the only thing that scares me. So you don't want to die because it, it, is that an I'm interpretation? Really, I, re- I really want to see where I go with comedy. Yeah. And I really love doing it. Yeah, and I love making people laugh. So I, I don't want to die. So I'm trying to eat better. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's one of the things that I use to control my life. Is I'm just kind of like, oh, I could, I could eat better. Like that. That's that's yeah. an extension in a small way of fear. I think is. But I, I, just... I can't work out. It's weird. I'm <laughs> such a piece of shit. I'm really tired from working. Yeah, I, mentally, man, it's a grinder. I'm wondering where money's going to come from. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering when that next great bit's going to come. And I'm wondering where I'm going to work next week. And it really stresses me out mm-hmm. and wears me out. So during the day, I'm really on low-key mode. Because at night, it's like 110. Yeah. yeah just... No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, you need some way to relax. So I do try to like like hike around my neighborhood beach with a little bit and stuff. But right. man, I... Well, you're so hard on yourself. I get it. In the yeah. evening, during yeah. the day, sometimes the best call is to just sit on your fat ass. I, yeah. I do it. You work out? I do yoga. Oh, that's cool, though, right? Yeah, I, because I can't work out either. Yeah. But I can uh, be socially pressured into doing a pose because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, I couldn't do it at home, and I couldn't do it, I don't think if there wasn't some sort of, uh, even if it's baloney, uh, spiritual or mental uh, yeah. uh, side to it. You ever go to like, Yosemite? No. You should go up there. Yeah? How far yeah. is it? I'll go with you. It's like three and a half hours. We go up there. For a weekend, a car trip. Yeah. And just hike up to Yosemite Falls. Yeah. And man, it's God's country. Really? You'll really feel like you did die. Really? It's like nothing you've been to. Really? Yeah. How many times do I say really, but it's the only word I have? I swear to God, it's like uh, you can't believe it, man. Wow. You go up there and it's like, whoa. I really feel there's something in there. When you go in there, you go like, oh, man. Right. This well, you're is... connecting to some. We're surrounded by uh, things that don't occur naturally. I mean, right. glass and this fucking stupid table and these yeah. chairs. That and bottle of wine there. You're going to drink it? I'm going to a dinner party, and that's what grown ups do, right? Uh, yeah. Bring bottles of wine. I wish I loved wine and weed. I, I mean, I haven't been drinking. I'm just bringing I know. This. You did quit drinking, right? That's I haven't good. been drinking. You feel good? I do feel good. Yeah, it feels good. It's, uh, you know. I don't drink at all. Really? Nah, I feel great. That is great. Yeah. I mean, it helped. I used to drink like a motherfucker. Like really? Bu- like Bukowski drinking. Really? Day drinking. Yeah. And not like out of a, like, yeah, alcoholic, probably, but just out of, I loved it. Like just day drinking at some shit bar with dudes and hearing yeah. stuff. Yeah. And shooting pool in a bad jukebox. That's San Fran, like in the hate, lower hate. Yeah. Or in upper hate, this place, Murillo's Trophy Room. I yeah. just go in there and drink all day. What's the hate? Yeah. There's all this pool and I day love, drinking. I love it. <laughs> oh, it should be love, Ashbury. Uh, no, I get it. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. 
Now, booze is a, is a tricky one. But, like, when I'm not drinking, and I was just telling Emily last night that I was like, I haven't been drinking, and it's the weirdest thing. I got a bottle of vodka in my freezer, yeah. and it's not calling to me. Matt. I'd like to think that it's my brain going, it's go time, it's time to take things serious. The show's it is about true. To start. You're about to work. I, I want that to be true. And you want to be, like, you know why I don't drink? When I'm on stage, I want to be razor fucking sharp. Well, it's funny that you say that. Again, we're, we're in agreement. It's just like when I see people that are just like, Sleeping all goddamn day and going up drunk and or doing drugs or whatever. I'm just kind of like, well, I, I look at it like arrogance. Yeah. If you want to talk about us all trying to be gods, like you're talking about TJ and Bill and uh, being gods or That's whatever. Right. If we're all trying to be gods, the arrogance that you can, you're so divine that you can do this calling. Yeah. Fucked up. You're so good that you can just mow down that many brain cells and still deliver. I don't think you can. Unless uh, – I've said it before. Unless you're Kyle, don't go up drunk. Like I just can't yeah. fucking take it. I don't believe in it because I think that uh, – somebody said something about a guy uh, recently went on just didn't respect the stage or whatever. He's just up there just shitting on the place or whatever. Yeah. To me, I love to go on. First of all, I'm so happy I'm on. And then when I'm on, I really want to feel all this stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to feel. But that's, isn't that an extension of how we should be with life? It's true. I'm watching. True. Here's the first things I notice when I'm not drinking. I'm watching movies and retaining them. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also having conversations and retaining them. You never watch. I never watch movies oh. with booze. Yeah. Ever. It's a waste. It's a yeah. waste of your time. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I also, like, uh, I have a bad habit of watching the same movie. People know I love There Will Be Blood. I love watching There Will Be Blood yeah. and drinking whiskey. It's a That's great thing. It's funny. To you, do. Like, you love that one. I know. Now, that year was two of the best movies that came no out country. in the last. That's right. Yeah. And I think No Country is the best film made in the last 20 years. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Can I tell you what takes me out of that movie? Yep. The tracking device. It's boring as shit. The tracking device. He has a bag of money. <clears throat> right. And then he can't find him. Yeah. And then he's just driving around a motel and, and the tracking device goes beep, beep. I'm like, it seems stupid. You know why I like it? <laughs> you know why I like I it? I know that's not a good argument. I, it's a great movie. I, think, I own it. But every yeah. time I'm like, you didn't check the bag for a tracking device. This is why I like it. Yeah. Javier Bardem created the scariest non cartoony yeah, villain yeah. I've ever seen. Don't put it in your pocket. It's just, yeah. Just, because then it would just be a coin. That shit ah. is like, you're about to die and yeah. he drops knowledge well, he, on you first. He, he is death. Yeah. That's, to Paul, he is. Paul F. Tompkins told me that he saw that movie right after one of his parents passed and he got it. Like He was like, oh... He's dead. He's the Grim Reaper. That's why he can find you with the tracking device. I know my, yeah, my yeah. reason is stupid. Right. There's other things in that film that uh, just jar my stupid brain. It's my own inability to enjoy yeah. good shit. It's clearly great, yeah. but for some reason when I watch it, it just it moves sideways a couple too many times when I want it to move forward. Yeah. And uh, I find There Will Be Blood to be a little bit more my pace. Whatever my rhythm is. I love There Will Be Blood also. There Will Be Blood better. I, I really liked it a lot. Right. Um, it was, but that goes back to the code. I'm sorry. It's a weird year that two yes. incredible films were made in the piles of shit that gets talking thrown about on good us. shit. That's right. But also talking about code. Yep. The other thing that Javier Bardem in that movie, he's the only character who's living by some sort of code. Lou Allen is just. We're talking about No Country right now. Is is uh, just kind of going out. Uh, he's hungry and he sees some food. He sees money. Yeah. And he and he's doing whatever he can to get that money. And I understand he's got some integrity. He's a likable character in certain uh, to a certain extent. But. Uh, 
uh, fucking Javier with the coin flipping and, and, and just treating everybody equally is living by a code. And that's I've right. been told in the book it's even more clear that that's why he's like the only character in the movie that lives. Yeah. At the end of the movie, that's he gets right. hit, hits by the car and he just keeps going. Yeah. He just can't be stopped. He won't die. And it's not just because he's a mythical character named Death. It's because he actually stands for something. That's why I, that, I think those are the guys I'm attracted to. Right. Like a Marin. Yeah. A Sean Penn. Yeah. A Henry Rollins. Fucking A. A Nick Cave. You had me at Sean Penn. Yeah. <clears throat> Sean totally. Penn. Sean Penn. Just I, lunatics that are living by some Bible they wrote on the out of, outside but of the But they stand for something. That's what I'm saying. It's so fucking great. Yeah. If you don't agree with it, cool. But he's got an opinion. Yeah. That's why when I talk to like a guy, at, the, uh, at a, I'll be at a comedy club and I go, so what, what kind of music are you do? And they just say, I like everything. I just walk on. Because yeah. I know they're just a jellyfish. They I don't give a fuck about Katie, anything. You know that I've said this. I consider it a red flag with people when you say, what do you like? And they say, I like music. <laughs> Dude. Th- see, I've said that many it's times. It's so weird. Like, I really like music. Yeah, yeah. The, you and I are the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, like, what everyone should look at is like, when you look at the two of us, they go, those two shouldn't be together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me why. Because we are totally opposite looking and everything. I'm saying, oh, I I'm see. saying in, I the, see. in the other people's minds, oh, I get say it, yeah. the meltdown world yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And then you realize, holy fuck, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're removing the illusion of separation. That's why you're great. Well, thank you. Be- because, no, because you're, you're into good shit. Yeah. You're well, not going to be great if you're not into good shit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. We, we should be drawn and trying to find the good shit. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, who is your son that loves the movie Face Off? You, it's okay to love a bad movie. It's totally okay. Of course. We're if not you saying love that. It We're not for saying For a that. reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, okay. Oh, Trevor Moore. Trevor Moore loves the movie Face Off. No. I don't care. So I'm not here to marshal anybody's good time, but yeah. at the same time, I, I, I do get what you're saying. What were you saying that made me think about a billion things? No country, living by a code. Oh, um,. Having an opinion, Sean Penn having an opinion is a big thing. What I'm realizing that so many things that I associated with grown-ups take nurturing. Having an opinion is a big thing. It's true. Like, and it doesn't come cheap. Like people that are opinionated and, and have all these thoughts and have morals and a code and integrity and stand for something and all that sort of stuff, that took effort. Yeah. They all- weren't, they're not just opinionated in their DNA. Also, if your opinion's not popular – Yeah. You're done. Right. But if you're man enough to stand up to that opinion and go, hey, man, you know what? I don't like fucking Kermit the Frog jokes. Right. And then they go, what or, a fucking snob dick he is. And you go, hey, that's just me. Right. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's a powerful thing. I don't like chicks that have a crush on this guy, and that's why he's on the fucking show every day. Right. Hey, you don't like that? That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I understand. And I'm not going to change me. I'm not, a di- I'm not being a dick, but I'm yeah. just like, that's just how it is. Ian Edwards saying that's garbage. Fucking real. Standing by something. And you know what? And he, we're drawn to that. Yeah. And yeah. when he sat there and told me that, I was like, man, I could have gone 10 years if that guy didn't care. Because That's he saw what love something. looks like, yeah. He saw something and went, yeah. this guy is going to get there? I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. Me and uh, a com- I don't want anyone to be able to put it together. Right. So me and a comedian. Yep. I was middling. We're working in a town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and me and this comedian in the town, and uh, there was this MC, and uh, he had this one bit that was garbage. I'm not even going to say what the bit was, but right. it was just exactly what you would think of when you think of garbage. Yeah. And... Uh, Kind of like, it was obvious that he didn't even know it was garbage. 
And I remember the headliner said to me, he was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him. I'm going to – I think he'll listen to me. It's the kind thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. I should just be like, hey, just so you know, a bit like that is considered in the community to be overdone, obvious, and a little bit offensive and hurtful and stupid. Yeah. Shallow. Yep. You're in the shallow end of the pool. Here, come with me over here. Yeah. Here's what I'm telling you. This only reflects on how kind Ian was to you. That's right. Because the headliner said – he watched him the first night. Then he watched him the second night. And I said – and the guy was bad. I said, uh, did you talk to him about that bit? Because he's still doing it. And he said, uh, you know, I, I didn't. And I could tell by the way he said it that he had made a judgment that the guy was so bad, yeah, oh, it was beyond but, saving. Oh, the cancer had spread. That's right. You know what I mean? That's so right. it was just kind of like, that's I'm right. going to let it go. Because when you say Ian saw something, Ian goes, you got a smidge of something bad, and I'm going to remove it right now. That's right. Like you're saying with cancer, bzz, he bzzzed you, yep. and you said you could have let that foster and grow and multiply to the point where you're just Dean Del Rey, the idiot guy who's a hack and no one likes right. because you thought it was just about killing. That's what I thought, you know, and, and thank God he did that. I think, I think the fact that you started at 44 seems to be helping you a lot. It does. It's like a, it's like a death sentence. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that you don't have another 50 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm but I don't, saying, and I know it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying we're all dying. Yep. Sure. It's true. But then, like, you being like, I'm 44, I don't have 10 years to waste. When you're 18, 19, or in my case, I was a 21, you're like, it's okay, I'll take the scenic route. I played music. I did yeah. that. I'd hang out with dudes right. after all night, but do I, some drugs, fucking have right. fun. I think that parallels. A lot of musicians listen to the show, and, and the conversations like the one we're having, I think, parallel one for one. And, yeah. and you know, paint everybody. Any any artistic scene is just kind of like, yeah, that's the same thing. And you and you were just like, I can't do that again. But I think you benefited from the networking and the performance of music. 100%. I learned everything early on on that Yeah. and and took that with me. And uh, and listen, if a guy comes up to me and he's new and he says, "Hey, what should I do?" I'm gonna let I'm gonna help him out because I I was helped. Yeah. But if they don't listen, and then later just want to hang or whatever, I'm like, nah. nah yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later, man. I know. I it's gave offensive. you an hour. Yeah. On the fucking comedy store patio. Again, it's the it's the fucking mafia. Yeah. I told you where the truck was gonna be, and you yeah. didn't rob it. Exactly. It had cigarettes and women. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they or they take it offensive and don't talk to you ever again. Like that guy's a dick. Yeah, sure. Because I tried to help you. Like, hey, yeah. get rid of that. Like Ian told me. Well, it's easier to call you a dick than to than look, look inside. Yeah, sure. Look inside. Right? Well, let's do the let's do this. This has been wonderful. I could talk to you forever. Let's do the uh, speed round real quick. Dude, uh, I'm so glad I was on. Oh, yeah. My pleasure to have you. Uh, you're an interesting fella to ask this. What kind of soap do you use? You know what I use? Uh, what is that called? <laughs> What's that called? I, I, this is like 70s man Dean shit. Uh, Original Irish Spring. That's what I use. <laughs> that's what I fucking use. Can you believe it? That's what I use. I still use that. Yes. I believe it. It's perfect for you. It's so fucking funny. I was like, the old commercial, hey, good morning with a nice Iris Spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fantastic. Kermit the Frog using Iris Spring doing the commercial. Yeah. Ah, Iris Spring. Uh, oh, uh, the, the bar is green. I'm green. Uh, oh. <laughs> Miss Figgy chops it in half. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love a good hi-ya. So fucking uh, What's the hardest you've ever laughed? Can you remember? Yeah. Uh, a CK about three years ago at the Gibson Amphitheater had some bit about 
his stomach talking to the shit he was putting down there. Like, are you fucking kidding? Ice cream again? What the fuck? I laughed so hard. I went up the stairs. I was scared I was dying. I swear this happened to me. Went outside for 10 minutes and was breathing like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because I was like, I'm not stop laughing. Like yeah. when you're on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't stopping. Uh, and he was going bigger and bigger on it. I was like, fuck. And I never forgot it. it that's it, fantastic. And last week, Burr, on that bit, we yeah. talked about the plane one. Like, he, he, I don't, don't want to feel who inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to give that away. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, look forward to that one, you folks. Uh, do you have a sleep ritual? I mean, mentally, when you lie down, I, of, I always have to give mine. When I lie down, I often pretend I'm a sniper. There's something about being covered by br- brush and having a gun up high and armed that helps yeah. you fall asleep. Do you think of a similar thing when you lie down or the same thing? No, I just listen to the sets. You no, listen to the night? Uh, yep. Really? You can sleep after you've been listening to your, your I set? do. I listen to it, and then it, it knocks me down. Like, really? if I had a good set, then I go, oh, it wasn't that good, and I just go to sleep instead of thinking I was fucking great or something. Wow. Well, that's often the case, because yeah, when you're in it, it's true. You and go, you're creating it. Harold. Yeah, you're in the storm, and you're throwing rain from your yeah. fingers, and then you're like, it just sounds like a storm. That's what I, I do. It's it. real quiet at my house, and then I just shut it down, and I really listen to it, and then I go to bed. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I guess that's it. Do you want to sing a song like Axl Rose? Uh, no. Because <laughs> that would be hacky, you said. Like, you know what no, I mean? No, I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah. We play a game where we sing along to a song, and I would oh. like you do it like actually. Oh, okay, what song? But you certainly, oh, well, we do it to a song that we don't know. Oh, all right. And you don't have to do it like Axl Rose, but when you- No, s- I will do it like Axl. <laughs> That's fun. You certainly don't have to. When I- you were singing, um, what do you got? Yeah. Well, we have to we have to pick it together. I'm just going to Welcome go to the Meltdown. That's my favorite. <laughs> Welcome to the Meltdown. <laughs> we got fun and games. <laughs> We're just going to go on. We have to pick an art. Who did we do? Oh, we did Patsy Cline last time. Um, let's see. Spotify. The idea of this is this is a game I play in my car. Okay. And uh, if you've ever been listening to a song, and you know, you're a musician, you get this. Uh, if you've ever been listening to a song you've never heard before. Mm-hmm. You don't know the lyrics. But you still try and sing along. The point is not to make up lyrics. This isn't like an improv exercise. The point is to kind of like try and fake that you know the words. Oh, just like you're doing the melody. Yeah, you're doing the melody, and if you can get a word, yeah, and you get, then it, and it's then a then lot it looks of like fun. you know what's going on. Like, exactly. Oh, no, no, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's it. Like in church, where you go, yeah. it's a great Bill Cosby, but actually, where he goes, oh, he's like, I would nail an O. Because he didn't have the hymnal open, yeah, yeah. but he'd throw his head back for the O. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What's a good, it has to be a slow song or it doesn't really work. What's mm. a good artist that does a lot of slow songs? Mm, shit, Otis Redding. Who? John, John Mayer. Oh, no, we can't do that. No? Now that would wreck this whole thing for me. <laughs> no, I, I can dig it. Um, what, Otis Redding? Yeah, right? I don't Otis know. is like slow songs. Yeah, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know any Otis. Like Redding. sitting on the dock of the bay? That's oh. slow. Sitting I don't up. know, man. No, I'm looking for Otis Redding. Oh. Now we can't know any of the songs. Oh, God. All right. Now we're just uh... sitting on the dock of the bay. Try a little tenderness. We know these ones. I've been loving you too long. Oops. I just hit pain in my heart by accident. Let's try that. Yeah, this is slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, good. Just so you got an idea. Okay. There's a pain. <laughs> Just 
Otis Redding all the oh time. Oh my God, he's the best, dude. That's great. He's the best. That's the best thing I've ever Otis done in my Redding. life. Otis uh, Redding. Maren just told me a story about Otis Redding that he was the truck driver for uh, Stax or Motown, whatever. He was the guy that delivered the records. And then one day he said, hey, I got a song and went in there and recorded one. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Really? Like, he's the truck driver. Wow. But try a little tenderness. Uh, I got into Otis Redding because some guy sounded like Otis Redding. And my buddy was like, God, he's just doing Otis Redding. And then I went home and bought Otis Redding. He's like, oh, my God, I'm glad that guy was ripping Otis Redding off. Yeah. It's like when he you see a comic and you go, this yeah. guy's amazing. They go, no, that guy's just doing yeah, Bill Hicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also the guy on one of my favorite movies, um, the one about the band, The Commitments. Uh-huh. Did you ever see it? No, but I've heard of it. It's That's so why I fucking good. If you haven't seen the commitments, it's a must see. Irish. I'm afraid of commitments. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Ah. <laughs> but anyway, the kid on there sang the fuck out of it in the mm. '80s, and mm. so Otis is just a god. Well, that, that was fucking fantastic, effortless, and everything that I hoped it would be. Do you feel good? I loved it, man. Thank I, you so I much got for having on my me. Mind. I'm asking if we're good at the end. Are oh yeah, we, are we good? Are we good? We he good? didn't say that to me at the end. Oh. I, I, so well, I didn't know go. if we were done. Did he ask you to say keep it crispy? No, I think okay. I think he just knew that we were uh, we were good. Okay, good. And <laughs> we are good. Would you say keep it crispy? We I have love the guests it. say. Keep you know, it's going to be great when I come to meltdown now. And they go, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Oh, I did the podcast." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just point to the booth and yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, I'm I was daddy. I was up there. Yeah, I'm with daddy. There's nothing more off putting than. Referring to yourself as when are you going to come do mine? Anytime. Well, okay. I'm on the road. For yeah, like yeah. Three but when years. You, when you get home, but I will. Um, would you? Let's we do, do say keep it crispy for real at the end okay. of the show. Would you sing it like Axl Rose? Yeah. Thank you. Keep it crispy. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D. Del Rey. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> 
is hanging long down in Memphis on my grid. Now leaving Nerdist.com.